0: Heads up, this episode, Bring Party of Three harmonizes on Adam Sandler impressions, Speed Monopoly, and Sick Frankie Muniz burns, as we go to the middle of nowhere on Here's Why It's Great. Welcome and bienvenue. Welcome to Here's Why It's Great, the podcast where we take what you hate and tell you why it's great. Welcome back, everybody. We've got a big show for you today and a couple of old friends and new friends to the show. First off, she's a writer for Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix. She's also my wife.
1: My wife. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome back, Lindsay Calhoun-Bring.
1: Yay, thanks for having me on today's very special episode. Very,
0: very special. And another guest who listeners of the show might recognize her name. She's the person that accompanied us on our adventure at Knott's Berry Farm. She was there for all of the Boysenberry action that happened that day. Welcome, Sandy Murray.
2: Thank you so much for having me to the special <laughs> event with your wife. Yay,
1: my wife. My wife. Uh, we give Sandy five out of five boys and berries.
0: Always. Now, <laughs> John Would
2: and I- Lindsay have popped my boys and Barry.
0: Oh, Jesus. Always. <laughs> always. <laughs> always.
1: Aw, Harry Potter. That's What's one that? thing that
0: you you don't Jesus. you're not a fan of. You're a fan of not Harry Potter, but you're a fan of Dot
1: oh. oh We should one day you should at your show. <laughs> uh you should have Sandy and myself on to talk about Harry Potter because she'd never seen any of them. I made her watch all eight movies. I drove to Torrance, I think like seven, eight days in a row. Row. It was a time I was off. Accurate. We watched all of them. You had little to no reaction, and at the end I said, Well, Sandy, what'd you think? And he went, nah. You're like
0: Dobby's fun. Dobby,
2: Dobby is who adorable, little house elf. I poor little thing Ugh. dies. He reminds me of Gollum.
0: Uh so yeah, we should do Chamber of Secrets one day because that's the introduction of Dobby, the house elf. That's where he's Is that a at Harry his Potter movie? Peak Jesus annoyance. Christ. Uh, can't so sandy you're one of our closest friends we do way too much stuff with you we've gone on <laughs> many many adventures <laughs> uh not just the knott's berry farm but we go see improv shows all the time movies uh basically you name it we've done it just
1: the other night at 10 p.m we got the idea to do a, an escape room in manhattan beach and well we did it
0: and although you have a boyfriend he doesn't like to get out of the house as much as you so what what is our nickname that we've created for our, th- our threesome
2: Bring Party of Three. <laughs> yes.
0: And Sandy was the person that gave us a book titled Bring Party of Three uh, for a, a birthday present for Lindsay that was a Dr. Seuss Retelling of all of our adventures together. Yes. And Lindsay put it on Instagram, and everybody thought it was a, a baby a, announcement, a pregnancy
1: announcement. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why would they? Why would they even think that? And then upon closer inspection, <laughs> it's bring one, bring two, and Mooney makes three.
3: <laughs> so. Like,
0: oh. Oh, that's why people think we're we're gonna oh. have a kid. uh <laughs> no. but, but Sandy, we you and Lindsay met each other at a, an improv class about a year or so before we actually started hanging out because
2: I was not allowed to become friends with Lindsay Mm -hmm. because your dictatorship would not allow her to do such things as the wedding was coming up and you didn't want any more mouths to feed. Right. Why you thought I would think I'd come to the wedding three weeks after meeting Lindsay? (laughs) I don't know.
0: (laughs) We just put a moratorium on making friends for a year. We
2: slash
1: John.
0: Uh, we we it was a mutual decision we
1: we, we decided the royal we decided <laughs> that we could not make any new friends Leading up to getting married We were paying for the wedding And every new person Was another mouth another to feed Another mouth to
3: feed so And we
1: they s- really wanted No more joy in their life
2: either That's, <laughs> That's true Hit the capacity yeah. And
1: knowing you now I'm glad we didn't start hanging out Because the year before We were getting married Was very busy We already had a lot <laughs> going on And uh, I will get and I'm a planner I'm a very big planner But I will get emails And texts from Sandy About things <laughs> four years out It's true And I was like Oh my god This, this bitch has <laughs> Me. Like, <laughs> didn't,
0: didn't, we just, didn't we just book a thing for like November the other night? Like, is
1: that far?
0: I don't that's know. not that far.
1: We're we're definitely talking about Halloween horror nights oh, for
0: yeah. end of next month. Yeah, though. can't mm-hmm. wait for that. So after our wedding, the October after. Speaking of Halloween horror nights, <gasps> yeah, that's actually where we first hung out with you. Uh, again, a theme park, mm-hmm, a big part mm-hmm. of our the beginning of our friendship, and we were like, fine, let's just hang out with this chick. Let's just like get this over <laughs> with. Hang out with her once. And never speak to her again, (laughs) but we all walked out. Like arm in arm, like you. Had, yeah, having a we had a, oh, this a was blast. Great. Yeah, she's
2: great. She's I've been f- making it the whole time, <laughs> just despite you. I
1: can't believe we met someone who was willing to meet us at a Taco Bell first.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys got Crunchwrap Supreme, sweet. <laughs> and Make that too. one of us. One of us.
0: But it actually brings us to the topic at hand, which is the shirt you were wearing that night. Yes, uh, I remember standing in line uh, over near the Staring dressing at my boobs. Uh, no i don't know. i was was, staring (laughs) staring, uh at the shirt when we were in line uh, in that like jurassic park like play area that they used to have and i was like wait a minute is that a hansen shirt and she was like yeah i was like like bob hansen and you acted like it was nothing and i feel like that was the point where i was like there's something weird about this person," and i don't dislike it
2: it wasn't it taco bell (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't, t- it wasn't the fact that you were like, yeah, Taco Bell sounds great. <laughs> we're at City Walk. There are a hundred <laughs> eating options and you don't. The- like,
2: Let's go Taco Bell. Yeah. Let's all hold hands in the bathroom while we have diarrhea. Like, yeah. <laughs> Pass the toilet paper.
0: So, Hanson. They obviously were a huge deal in the late 90s. They were a boy band, uh, three brothers, obviously the Hanson brothers. Not including Beck Hanson though, right? No. Beck Hanson has no relation? Not a- that I know of. We're gonna say he is a brother, but a distant brother.
2: The only relation he has is Beck and Hanson in that one song. Beck and Hanson, something something Marilyn Manson. Oh,
0: uh, for uh-huh. the uh, the new radicals. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You get yeah, yeah.
2: what you give. Yeah. Don't let go. You got the music yeah, in you. There you go. Don't sing anymore. We're gonna have to pay for that. One <laughs> chance left. That song. Ah, shit. Uh,
0: fair use. Um, <laughs> so obviously, this is a band that kind of hit their zenith. 20 years ago mm-hmm. uh i can't say shit because i'm a huge fan of jamaicoi and they mm-hmm. certainly were not as big of a hit as hansen in america and they Mm-mm. hit their peak many many years ago so whatever i can't talk but what is it about these three boys now they're men but what was it about those three boys did you get into them at the time <laughs> was it
2: they got into me <laughs> oh
0: <laughs> So did you get into it, it, like, contemporaneously with them? Like, you were probably a teenager around their age, I guess. I
2: was 12. 12, I think. Yeah.
1: yeah, I was in middle school. Same. That's um, how old I was when I heard them for the first time.
2: I first thought it was a brother, Isaac, because he was the more weird looking one, <laughs> and his two sisters. Yeah. And the first time we saw something is like in Tiger Beat or whatever, and it was all three of them in a pool. So they were all wet. Their hair oh. was down. Isaac looks so weird that it's like, that's clearly a boy, but I just assumed the other two were girls. Because they
1: were so beautiful.
2: Yeah. And you're like, oh man, this is weird. Like we're not as open (laughs) about
1: gender identity and fluidity right now in the the mid (laughs) nineties. All
2: I knew was Jack from Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what was happening then.
1: I I don't get
0: that reference, but. He was a
1: gay character on a a teen soap in the nineties. And I think maybe one of the first. Yeah. Uh, There was like
2: a, first kiss I think so Nailed? yeah it was a
1: pretty big deal
0: I thought Will and Jack was was the first That was the first
1: network television gay kiss, uh, which I love that, but I was always slightly bummed for the LGBTQIA community at that moment because the kiss was almost uh, like a joke. It wasn't like a real romantic moment. Mm. It was Will kissing Jack on the news to get the publicity for it, but Uh, I really wished it would have been like a relationship. Got it. But I think, I'm not sure, we'll have to double check, but I think the Dawson's kiss might predate Will and Grace on NBC, that kiss. I
2: think so.
0: Well, kisses aside, uh, I no. mean, I'm sure you'd like to kiss all those handsome boys at some point. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs>
3: all right, Dan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I definitely remember when they came out. I was a teenager as well. I was a little bit older than you guys, but I remember definitely thinking that at least the middle one, Taylor, yeah, was a girl. Yeah. I was like, oh, she's cute. And then I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Have you ever seen
2: those pins that guys wear that say, I fuck the girl in Hanson? Jesus! Just, wait, wait, let's unpack that <laughs> a little Are bit. Are these like
0: Hanson fans that go to concerts? No!
2: Like, I've seen it in pin form and on shirts. I mean, it's been years at this point, but this is like... That's odd. This is like a toxic
1: masculinity response to these handsome, feminine-looking
2: boys. I guess. Weird. It's also weird because they were so young. Yeah, I think... So no matter what what it says, to say that you fuck them at all, it's like... You know, they're 11. Yeah.
1: Do you remember, this always grossed me out, I'm not to get too off topic, but do you remember that there was a countdown for the Olsen twins to turn 18? No. Oh, well, men are gross.
0: I'm going to go. Um, I'm and that's I'm gonna life. Go. All right, see you. <laughs> see you. John. So when you initially were into Hanson, obviously you're around their age. Were you into like the cute boys of it? Did you just like the music? Like what drew you to Hanson initially?
2: I'm not quite sure. And sub sub question, that's very
0: explained. Thank you for explaining that so well. Uh, And sub question, like what drew you to them initially and what has kept you around for now 20 plus years? I
2: don't really remember what drew me to them. Maybe the fact that they were my age Mm -hmm. and they were all playing their own instruments. Mm -hmm. They were all singing their own stuff. They were writing their own songs. Yeah, I was so, gonna actually ask about:
0: that. Do they write all their own music, and have always written all their own um, music?
2: As far as I know, yeah. I think That's the first cool. album was really heavily written and uh, like massaged by producers and stuff. Because mm-hmm. I do remember reading something about how Zach, you know, he was a little kid, he's a drummer, was writing a song with one of their producers or something. Basically, like I want to write a song about a girl named Lucy. <laughs> you know, and it, like goes from there. But <laughs> okay. uh, right. oh, great like, Zach. There's, <laughs> there's certain songs and it's like who they they were writing this they were singing it who was producing this because it's like there's one this one song is called look at you and it's like like something about like get on the floor this is what we came here for like oh Oh, jesus i I mean maybe it's about twister i think it's about praying oh
0: yeah we'll get into that they're
1: ready to get down i mean say what you think it is sandy what do you think they were talking about i assume
2: they were talking about Boogie down in the bed, Ooh, with a fornication, or, yeah, or man,
0: or or dude, for sure. Just... Uh, I I could buy it. <laughs> Why not? I know they're on the, the road. was like,
2: well, I've banged all the women in the world. Yeah, next. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <clears throat> I can't speak to your level of handsome, but I can say I feel like my formative years—the bands that I found and discovered when I was twelve years old. Mm-hmm are the musicians that I still love today if they're around. Like, I discovered Tori Amos in middle school. I'm wearing a Counting Crows (laughs) t-shirt by accident, but I discovered Counting Crows. Uh, Matchbox 20 was Mm -hmm. my Hanson.
2: Uh, Matthew Matthew Sweet, Matchbox 20. Uh, Coincidentally, wrote the song Underneath with Hanson. Oh um, who, Matthew, Sweet, Matthew Sweet years, or yeah.
0: Matchbox 20 the entire band Matthew
2: Sweet uh, of Matchbox 20. Matthew Sweet's not in Ma- I Match thought Matthew Box Sweet 20. was his own Matthew Sweet's
1: thing. his own thing do you mean Rob Thomas oh is Rob
2: Thomas Matchbox 20 yeah, well yeah. it's Matthew Sweet <laughs> Matthew Sweet however a fan of
1: him as well Matthew Sweet has uh, a couple songs on the Buffy Vampire Slayer movie oh. soundtrack but I feel I don't know maybe there's just something about those formative years and maybe you feel the same like when did you discover Metallica when did you discover oh yeah
0: all when I was a teenager like Jumeraquai oh, okay. I was I think 16 when the Virtual Insanity video came out And I was just really taken with it. And it was also a time when I was developing my own musical taste. Mm -hmm. That's when I started to explore like Prince Mm -hmm. and uh, like more like funk music and Stevie Wonder. And Jamiroquai kind of fell neatly into that. And it was all the stuff uh, that my dad did not listen to. Mm -hmm. Because my dad was very like guitar rock, like Led Zeppelin, The Beatles, The Rolling Stones. That was what he was into. And that was what I loved. Uh, The one thing that sort of bridges the two is like Queen, which was actually the first thing I listened to that diverted my taste from my dad. My dad liked Queen, but he didn't love Queen. And I was obsessed with Queen (laughs) when I was 11, 12. I found it, after seeing Wayne's World uh, in the theaters, I I found a tape that my dad had, an audio cassette of uh, their greatest hits. And it pretty much, yeah, changed my life. I I love Queen so much. So anyway, I do think that you're right, Lindsay, that these feelings that we have sometimes, we just cling on to the how we yeah. felt, because we f- we feel much more passionately, obviously, when we're yeah. children. And luckily for you, though, they've kept putting out music. True. Your favorite album by them, called Underneath, <laughs> didn't come out until long past their quote-unquote heyday.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, you know, when they first made that album, it was written by producers and it was very just like poppy and let's just rhyme all the one syllable words we can find and (laughs) produce something that's going to make a bunch of money. I mean, I first saw them at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh! They're not selling out the bowl now, right? Like they can't even sell out the Wilter. Wait, what was,
1: what was your very first concert? Was Hanson your first Hanson concert? Hanson was my very first Hanson concert. Hanson was your very yeah. first concert? And
2: fun fact, my very first CD. Wow. Compact disc. So you Listeners are like. Listeners at home don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> you are ride or die. Hanson. Okay. First album. First album. First
1: concert. First, first
2: album, first concert. For, for, yeah, first album not on a cassette tape. Wow.
1: Wow. wow. Yeah.
0: That's meaningful. I wish. That's
1: I super meaningful. Yeah. I'll I didn't go. know that I don't think I knew that Sandy. I didn't know that
0: either Because <laughs> I know your first concert Lindsay was Elton John My
1: first concert was Elton John And my first CD not cassette My first cassette tape Was the Immaculate Collection Madonna Oh uh, what a great <laughs> one uh, But my first CD That I bought myself Was Cindy Lauper She's
0: so unusual
2: Is she from the Goonies? That's that's the very one.
1: Yes. (laughs) Cindy Lauper from the Goonies.
0: Folks, for for everybody listening, you'll you'll probably find out over the course of this episode, Sandy's like (laughs) pop culture knowledge is very narrow. It's like she knows things. very
2: obscure. And I mean, I know a lot of things outside of that. I just... pisses off John and Lindsay so yeah. oh, much <laughs> to just pop in a couple of very obscure references yeah. on the most famous people in the whole world. Oh apartment. man, Arnold
0: Schwarzhanger, that was the guy from Jingle All the Way, right? Yeah, yeah that was good. That oh, one.
2: you mean Turbo man? man? Oh yeah,
0: fuck off with that Turbo Man bullshit. But I do look forward to covering that movie probably around Christmas time because I, uh, I do kind of hmm. love that movie.
2: I was just going to say fun fact that I thought of uh, maybe a few weeks back or something that just I find interesting. It's about Arnold is that he has this like you know this kid this Mm -hmm. illegitimate child with a maid allegedly (laughs) allegedly there's no no alleging that look at his face that's true (laughs) but the thing that I realized recently was that he had this kid with the maid ends the marriage whatever Uh all these all this stuff but he still in fact is the brother-in-law of Chris Pratt now (laughs) yeah
1: uh, his uh, daughter that kid. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's... is it that crazy? Oh, my God. Wait, <laughs> I just like that brother you... brothers with Chris Pratt now. Uh, well. You're
1: just like six degrees in Chris Pratt in every which way you can. Are you trying to figure out how you could be related,
2: but not related to Chris Pratt as well? I don't want to be related to no, him. No, I know.
1: <laughs> Unless um, that makes it hotter. <laughs> I mean,
2: I'm not going to say it doesn't.
0: <laughs> don't knock it till you try it. I'd knock it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'd not get Anna I'd dry. It. Uh, I was gonna ask you, John, what your first concert and your first album.
0: Oh well, I was very lucky to have parents who loved to go to concerts and had to drag me along because I was a kid. <laughs> My first three concerts.
1: Oh, three! Here first we go. one
0: was Paul McCartney. Oh.
1: That's a very impressive first concert. Yeah. Second
0: one was Pink Floyd. Also and, impressive. and Third one was the Rolling Stones.
1: Okay, so that's like the holy trinity of uh, being introduced to music.
0: I know. I feel I feel especially lucky that I saw Pink Floyd because that was the last time they yeah. ever toured. Wow. So that was amazing. And that was also the first time where I put together what weed was. Because <laughs> my dad would always smoke it in the garage. And I would walk out, and I was like six or something, and I'd see him smoking. He usually turned a beer can into a bong. Smart. And, yeah. And, <laughs> and their and, parents too. And yeah. I'd be like, what's that smell? And he'd be like, oh, John, I lit the wrong <laughs> end of my cigarette. And, and I bought it. I was like, oh, silly dad, lighting the wrong end of the cigarette. That's what the stinky brown end is. And uh, when we went to the Pink Floyd concert, I was 13. How I hadn't put that together by 13, I don't know. But there were obviously so much weed in that concert. And they were actually passing a joint in front of me. Uh, my dad and his best friend Juan <laughs> were passing a joint in front of me and I was like wait a minute that smells like the back end of a cig- sick <gasps>
1: that's a Pink Floyd yeah, but concert that's
0: uh, yeah it all just it all, all everything tumbled into place at that point See, But those are a hit
1: took- yeah
0: no I, I still to this day have never smoked weed but I <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've gotten quite a contact high
1: uh, my first time getting high was of well it was in my friend Maria's bedroom and she her room was covered in Pink Floyd posters and of course we listened to the wall oh and really and smoked yeah it was great oh. and then we did the classic thing where... That one's
0: intense, though. I feel like you should listen to, like, Dark Side of the Moon. Dark Side of the Moon's more like a good, like, getting high record. The wall's a little, like, How would rough. you know?
1: No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying from the contents of
0: the two, the wall is, like, no, heavy.
1: No, It was in a heavy place. Okay, I get it. Was it was in a heavy place. Uh, we listened to, We ultimately, I think, listened to both, but I, I just remember, like, laying on Maria's floor, staring up at her ceiling, <laughs> like, like, fucking uh, exactly what you think it is. The What's the, vol- the volcanic lamp from Spencer Gifts? What? Yeah. Lava, it's lamp. A, it's lava, lava lamp. lamp. Oh you my know. God. Okay. She's like, lava lamps going. And then I remember uh, her mom was home. So when I was going to exhale, she was like, wait, 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 wait. And then she did the old trick where you like grab the toilet paper roll and cover it with a uh, uh, dryer sheet, oh, yeah. a rubber band, and you blow through the dryer sheet. Oh. And I was like, a oh. trick
0: that does not work, by the way. No, it didn't all. work
1: at all. She's like, you, you can't smoke a pot. And we're like, <laughs> <coughs> yes. <laughs> Can we have snacks?
3: <laughs> you know, were you Adam up? Sandler characters?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stop <laughs> looking
1: at me <laughs> stop looking at me Maria's mom
2: can I have a tray of brownies <laughs> the weed the weed makes my hair soft and smooth
1: <laughs> uh, I have like such fond memories of it but I mean like I, I associate getting high with pink Floyd for that reason that's awesome. As do I mean, you
0: I think a lot of people probably do <laughs> sure um, yeah. I
2: like the sound effects in that money song the yeah. cha-ching cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah, cha-ching. Yeah. that's yeah. my favorite part
0: that's pretty good and my fourth concert just for the record Jesus. was uh, Collective Soul You know what? I like collective soul. It was pretty good. Pretty good. But but it feels like I was really like living at the top and mm -hmm. then went way down (laughs) from... Rolling well, Stones to yeah. Collective Soul. I feel
2: like the first three concerts of yours show us just how old you are. Oh That's yeah, why they age you very much. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pink Floyd is still on tour. Those, none of them were even alive when I was born.
0: <laughs> Paul McCartney just played at the at the Dodger Stadium. The Rolling Stones are still on tour, so fuck off, both of you. Barely. I'm young and vibrant and no. fresh. I'm a spring chicken. They hmm. may say.
1: What was your first album that you bought yourself?
0: You know, um, I can't exactly remember because I did a CD club where you get like for a penny. Oh. Or whatever, you get twelve.
1: Like the um, what was the house? Columbia music house. House Yeah, I did that exactly.
0: So I did that, and I remember a handful of albums. But I want to say I know that I had. John Lennon, Yoko Ono, Double Fantasy. Again, I'm old. Okay. Uh, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 by Guns N' Roses. He and had that
1: album that was like... <atics noise> <t- cover> hey,
0: in, in the Mood from the, from is a great time song. time in the war.
3: In the Mood is
0: a classic summer jam. Maybe the first hot summer jam. <laughs> but I want to say my first probably CD that I can recall buying. <laughs> that one really got sandy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's on the opening shot of this 24-hour dance marathon, and I just assumed John was at. Yeah, I was there.
1: I was cutting a rug. <laughs>
0: But anyway, my first CD <laughs> that I remember buying was Tom Petty's Greatest Hits. Also, um, great. an oldie. Um, great Tom Petty. So Is it anyway, key, the
1: guy from King of the
0: Hill? <laughs> God damn it, Sandy, get out of here! Get out! So anyway, let's talk about Hanson some more. Looking at their history, like they're all from Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. So they're all southern, good southern boys. They're, <coughs> they're all. They're all very Christian. Have you been? Uh, to I Tulsa? came to find.
2: I have been to Tulsa. Have you so been? Want to t- unpack that now? Oh, have you been to Tulsa
0: on Hanson Day? Which exists. What is handsome? It's basic
2: technically a whole weekend. What? And the answer to your question is yes.
0: Of course. The answer to my question is of course. Is this like a a pagan witch festival
1: with Hanson.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We wrapped Isaac in this bear skin. Right. Right. (laughs) And lit him on fire. Lit him up. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then his old childhood home up in flames. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, okay. So you have been to, I I said it in jest originally, but then as soon as it was coming out of my mouth, I'm like, she's been.
2: Of course. Because
0: you do do everything like we've established. So what happens in. Hanson weekend.
2: Oh god, madness! Can you legally say? (laughs) (laughs) I will say that there were warning signs. I guess you could say I could maybe find one. They basically say something along the lines of: if you're caught with a recording device, like at the show or whatever, you'll be banned from Hanson membership for life.
0: Whoa, that's intense! (laughs) Yeah,
1: banned from Hanson membership. How? Yeah. So I take it you're a member.
2: I mean... Okay, great. Listen. Listen. I am technically not a member now. I haven't been the last couple of years. I've just been like, eh. Not after
1: the festival. You're like a lapsed Catholic. Just,
2: just, yeah. Anyway, it's normally like 50, 60 bucks or whatever. It's for the year. You get a card. They used to have an email address. Like, I had... Sandy Murray at Hanson.net. Oh, like, which... That was actually part of the package. Wow. Back, you know, when That's the internet good. was starting. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Wait, please yeah.
1: tell me that was your email on your resumes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was a conversation <laughs> search. That was my email up until, like, maybe eight years ago or whatever. It was? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, only eight years ago? It was the oh, main email address I used. That's amazing. I yeah. didn't know That's that. That's why I don't have things like my name at Gmail or whatever because... But they're I taken. Didn't- yeah, yeah, they're taken at this point. I still use a
0: Hotmail <laughs> email. Time and I have to I have to make up for that somehow. I do I don't have know. a Yahoo, yeah. an active I, Yahoo. Yeah, yeah, I have a Yahoo as well. Yeah, you know. whatever, but, whatever. But what <laughs> kind <laughs> of debauchery what do you and the and the other ladies? <laughs> I'm assuming it's mostly, uh, mostly female fan base.
2: Yeah, it's mostly females. Um, people travel from all over the world to go to this thing. It's once a year. They put it on themselves. It's basically free. They charge for all the little events they do, like uh, the bowling tournament that they have. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How'd you do? Uh, we came in. I want to say like third or fourth. We wow. didn't win. Yeah, that's really good, good though. Mm-hmm. We I mean, did. You go with somebody? I went alone. <laughs> um, but Hanson is really good on their website with their forums and stuff, and their uh, like fan engagement is incredibly strong. It's probably like the best thing they know how to do. They, I would say, businessmen first. Wow. <laughs> um, okay. So it's very easy to go online to their forum in the member section, which you have to have like a login and password to even get in there. So it's not just any randos, um, just us weirdos and. Basically, a lot of other people go by themselves. So you're like, hey, I'm Sandy. I'm going to go by myself. I'm totally normal. <laughs> Here's <laughs> a link to my Facebook to prove it. <laughs> you know, and you interact with people that way. That's what I did. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah. And I so we just met up with a bunch of other people who are who were there alone. Yeah.
0: So we th- hung
1: out. Yeah, we established Tim wasn't going to go with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah.
2: Nice.
0: Well, that's really nice because um, even when we went and saw Jamiroquai last year in, uh, in September, It was a lot of people there also alone. Mm. I think a lot of people in the boat that I am where, again, there's not a ton of fans in America. And I'm not saying there's not a ton of Hanson fans out there. But we're sort of just like singular people in like pockets. So when you have these events for everyone to come together, there is that like sense of community. Because this is this precious little thing that just you love. Right. That like nobody else really understands like mm-hmm. for, on one hand everybody can be like mbop is a catchy tune like yeah. you can't not sing along with it and
2: everyone's heard of them
0: and uh, exactly everybody <laughs> yeah, knows who hansen yeah. is and same kind of goes for jamiroquai i feel like they're yeah finally virtual getting insanity to a, yeah everyone knows virtual insanity yeah. I mean, even, even if they don't know name the name. Name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that people yeah. remember that it sticks in your craw but it's really nice that you have that community and that mm-hmm. they Bring that community together. Yeah. I think that's really that's a good thing. And like you said, businessmen first. I mean, yeah. you sent me a link to their website with all the <laughs> membership options and like the different yeah. tiers and stuff. And get that money, guys. Yeah. Record sales Smart. don't really exist anymore. Yeah. I mean, they I know they're on tour a lot though, right? They
2: are. Yeah. And they they have a lot of merch and stuff when they do um, albums. They put together packages, so it's like an album package for their new thing might be. $800 because it includes like a art piece from Zach yeah. or something. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. I saw that where they did like individually <laughs> cool. hand painted yeah. pieces for yeah.
0: people who bought this uh, and, super expensive package, uh-huh. but still.
2: Yeah. Cause some of them, I mean, you could, you could spend like a thousand bucks or something. Okay. And so you get this Lord. piece from, from Zach that he made, or you get some kind of like, it's a whole kit, right? So you get the album you get shirts, you get knickknacks and shit. And then there are these special art pieces I think they gave away a certain number of signed record players one year. Wow. In- oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's fun, yeah. So it's like, well, I mean, you'd normally spend a couple hundred bucks on that. Yeah. You know. Have you <laughs> ever true.
0: gone in and actually bought one of these really expensive ones? No. You'd save your money for the flight to Tulsa. For Tulsa. Right, exactly. For Hanson and, days.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've only done that once. Um, mm-hmm. As far as the albums and stuff, typically just, you know, buy the album. I'm not super hardcore where I want and stuff all over every wall and yeah. things like that. And I feel like it's not as special when it's just this random thing I bought that they sent me than if you like experienced it or got it there it's like I just buy that from anywhere yeah
0: I feel the same way about stuff like that
1: yeah that's Mm -hmm. how I feel about like uh, concert t-shirts or t-shirts for t-shirts for bands like I could get any t-shirt online and oftentimes you can get a t-shirt cheaper online yeah but like I want to have gotten the shirt at the show right right you know, I don't know. Yeah,
0: I feel like bands, now they charge astronomical amounts for t-shirts. Yeah. It's like $45 it, for a it's T-shirt. Stupid. But they do, there has been a trend lately where they put the name of the venue, like, front and center on the shirt. So I yeah. kind of like that. Like, yeah. oh, we're going to go see Cake and Ben Folds at the Greek in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it's like, you know, it'd be cool to have a cake shirt, speaking of other bands that have long since passed their prime yeah. uh, that I am still obsessed with. But, like, it'll be cool to get a cake at the Greek T-shirt. Yeah. And no, it, I agree. I, so I'm, I'm totally with you on that. So, obviously, Hanson are the three brothers. Yep. Uh, There's, let me see if I can get this right. Isaac Mm -hmm. is the oldest, Mm. and he plays guitar, and he sings, and does also background vocals.
2: He also plays the piano. Okay. Great.
0: There's Taylor. He also plays other strings. Okay. Other, like, he plays, like, violin or cello. cello,
2: bass. No, I don't remember. I've definitely seen him play other string instruments, though.
0: Okay. Fiddle.
2: (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Fiddle.
0: A fiddle'd be yeah. cool. I love a nope. fiddle. Fiddle's great.
2: Things he does with those fingers.
0: Ooh, Ooh. baby. But he's also the ugly one. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, this is to be... well, hold on. That's your opinion. All right, we're gonna, we're gonna get into the ranking them in okay. terms of cuteness right. uh, in a moment. And then there's Taylor. He's the middle one, the front man, arguably. Yeah. He was at least the front man during their huge spike in uh, the late 90s. He's the one he... whose
2: voice wasn't changing. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, that's so how can... their albums went. Oh. Every one of them was having uh, their voice change during the first. Albums. Oh, that's that's
0: funny. <laughs> so he uh, plays piano, he yeah. sings, and also plays like percussion, like bongos and stuff.
2: Yeah, he also plays drums. Like they oh. all mix it up at concerts and he'll go play the drums while uh, Zach plays guitar and Isaac plays the piano and everyone loses their shit. Oh
0: wow, that's cool. Yeah. And then yes, so Zach is the youngest one. Mm-hmm. He is uh, the drummer primarily, but he also sings.
2: He sings while he drums. It is crazy. Yeah. That is and then hard he headbangs like he's animal from yeah. the Muppets. I, Not I, since
1: it's... Karen Carpenter has <laughs> someone managed to both sing and percuss it's... in such a
0: beautiful way. You uh Sandy sent me a ton of videos
2: uh
0: moderate amount a ton of of videos and songs and information i really appreciate that but i watched (laughs)
2: unsubscribe is what the response i got
0: but i (laughs) but um i did watch one video of them covering led zeppelin's whole lot of love and watching i believe it was zach singing (laughs) uh and playing yeah which you know That's not exactly like a a super difficult drum part, but it's John Bonham. So it's, it's deceptively hard and singing the shit out of it. Like he's got (laughs) some lungs on him. So I was impressed, but so we got the three brothers. A lot of people call them like a proto Jonas brothers. Mm. Like they're the original Jonas brothers, but I really think that they are like the middle iteration of the Bee Gees. Oh. Because the Bee Gees were the first brother trio that oh, came along and were true. huge, mm. Um, mm. so that they each like played different instruments and mm. they all sang together and had beautiful harmonies. Um, it was so old. I, yeah. You've heard of the fucking Bee Gees before? No,
1: we uh, never we haven't. <laughs> We've never heard of them.
2: Is it like
0: Okay, it's <laughs> it's, it's who uh Justin Timberlake oh, and um and Jimmy Fallon are making fun of in that SNL sketch. Ever seen that one?
1: Wait, do the, have you, you actually haven't heard of the, the Bee Gees? Barry no, no I have. Oh, Okay, good. <laughs> no, I was
0: I was being an asshole. Oh, okay, great. That's how most kids like, know who the Bee Gees. Are. Well, it's uh, like uh, the Barry Gibbs show, you know, that sketch from SNL. So there's the three of them. And when they were first coming out, as we mentioned, like Taylor was the Q1. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I am I take umbrage with the able. fact that Isaac and Taylor, that's not even their names.
2: No. I
0: didn't know this. Scandalous. It's
2: their, it's their middle name. Well, people Isaac's do that. Isaac's first name is Clark.
0: And then Taylor's <laughs> first name is yeah. Jordan.
1: You tell me yeah. a Clark rock star that you can think of.
0: Um... I'll get back to you on that, but okay. I don't think there uh, such a person probably exists somewhere.
1: well, we we are filled filled with. We are surrounded by friends who go by their middle name as their
0: first name. That's true. So all right. Well, and so many
2: people use their first and middle name, like Jonathan yeah. Taylor Thomas, exactly. <laughs> you know, God damn it. Yeah, JTT. you and you and JTT. Yeah. We, should
0: Zachary,
1: JT, Ty, we should do a Brian. Should do JTT episode. Oh I'm just going to spend this time pitching episodes that Sandy yeah. and I should do. We should write them together.
2: Now. You guys should make a literal <laughs> <laughs>
1: on John's I'm start- show. Writing them
2: down. <laughs> First, she said now and then before Now we and then recorded. a thousand percent. Now JT.
1: Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I met him in what? his, his whole life. He's a director now. So he, or at least as an aspiring director. I met him when I was working on that show, Melissa and Joey. Oh. And he was shadowing the director. And he looks exactly the same. Kind of the way Haley Joel Osment, you know, just looks... The same, but just, like, short with a beard. That's yeah. how JTT Jonathan Taylor Thomas was. Weird. But he was nice.
0: Was he... Know. Did you say he was really little?
1: Very little. Yeah. He's a little guy.
0: Well, uh, catch that episode on the sister uh, <laughs> podcast. Uh, here's why it's also bring great. Bring
2: too. Yeah, bring Party. Yeah. too. Uh, no Johns allowed. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey.
0: <laughs> so, let's talk really important stuff before we start jumping into songs. Cuteness of these three boys. Okay. Now, Lindsay, you recently saw... Hanson in concert I
1: did well how do you think that happened her
2: underwear flew off so fast it did it did
1: and I was like
0: I wasn't even wearing any um, so underwear I, flew onto you so that you yeah. couldn't take off yeah, it off like,
1: it was mine it was, like skin was just flying it was like summoning
0: his, the owner uh, and it flew
1: to you I did so Hanson came up at my work recently oh and people were saying like oh I kind of like Hanson and I was like oh my friend Sandy loves Hanson and I got to be honest I saw them in concert and then they stopped and were like e, you saw Hanson in concert and I made the joke that was, it was like oh, I lost a bit and my boss was like you didn't lose a bit yeah. and I was like correct I lied I did not lose <laughs> a bit however I Sandy had an extra ticket uh-huh. and so she was gonna go alone and offered it up to me I was like well don't go alone I'll go with you and also like I want to see what this whole Hanson thing's about
2: and my- most importantly it's like 1.2 miles from Magpie that's true soft She did serve. literally
1: yeah. sweeten the deal Sandy, <laughs> said,
2: Sandy said to me I have this ticket It's one
1: free You don't have to pay <laughs> Two We could go get soft serve At your favorite mm-hmm. ice cream place afterwards yep. And I was like Well Okay it <laughs> Twist was a, my
3: arm Twist my
1: arm Can I get one before and after <laughs> <laughs> Ew, Bring in the soft <laughs> serve Stop, <re-looking>, <laughs> me soft Stop serve. looking at me soft serve Stop looking at me Magpies <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> this is a nice preview of the, uh, the, the
0: Here's why it's great without John Oh
1: okay, okay anyway, so, so you went you. to the concert I went to the concert And uh, it was at Sandy Explained It was a specialty concert Because they were touring uh, with, with an orchestra So it was going to be Sort of an all string show And I still was like What? There's no opening Like what is it about these guys That has got Sandy 20 years later And then they came out on stage And I went Whoa! <laughs> I get it my, they, wife. My, my wife, my <laughs> wife. They are handsome. They should be called handsome. Am I right? <laughs> eh, eh, eh. Handsome. Uh, they were. We just had lunch, and I told John and Sandy that uh, looking on that stage, I was like, "Is this like an extras holding pin for Animal Kingdom, the TV show about just hot blonde brothers?" Yeah. Because they were very good looking. You,
0: you're not wrong. They are good looking. Now, who
1: I thought in my youth, the person I thought was the cutest was Taylor.
0: Uh, I think that's probably the general consensus. What did you think when you were a kid?
1: she liked I, the youngest one yeah like old enough to be and seven old enough to exactly, be eight you <laughs> know what i
2: mean eight going on six all right uh, baby <laughs> <laughs> that's music industry baby no um i'm around the same age as zach and so i kind of went toward him but he also played the drums and i really wanted to play the drums yeah. and so that was kind of my attraction there you do but play the drums you're a drummer i, I do now okay. um it took about uh, you know 15 years of constant asking before i was allowed to yeah. uh, oh there's Noisy,
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you have an electrics at your house now. But I am
2: a full grown adult now, yeah. I do what I want, you do what you want. Not as as old as John, my money. No, no no, no, one near as old as me. I've never heard of pink
0: Floyd. (laughs) (laughs) Me and and Methuselah. Or
1: the Bee Gees. No, (laughs) she definitely doesn't know who Methusel is.
2: (laughs) I didn't see the Bee Gees in the 50s on tour like John did. Um, (laughs) Fuck off (laughs) when they first built Uh, amphitheaters. So uh, I was attracted to, I guess, that aspect of it, but now. Yeah, who now? Who now? Yeah, you who's, like? who's Also, now? also, just to now point out, me. we can we can talk about this later. But just to point out, Zach is like the goofiest one, mm-hmm. and so I always liked that about him. Like, because mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus, he was like nine years old when they became mega stars. It's like, what would you do as a nine year old with so much money, yeah. and freedom, and European trips, and all this crazy shit? People running after you. Yeah. It's like you are gonna be nuts yeah you know just doing stupid shit all the time but now i do have a very soft spot for isaac
1: you know what oh no you You go you go i wonder (laughs) if we're gonna say the same exact thing i think
0: uh,
2: exact same time
0: when i was watching videos last (laughs) night i was like wait when did isaac become the good looking one
2: a long time ago well Well, yeah also like during underneath before
1: underneath don't let him hear this but when i saw uh the concert I looked at Isaac and thought, you know, Isaac to me favors Tim, or Hmm. Tim favors favors Isaac. They look. A lot alike to me I see that I mean
2: I do have A very specific type Yeah You could take Chris Pratt And go about mm, Seven degrees To the left or right (laughs) That's about it it. That's it For me I go
1: Anywhere between Five and six thousand Degrees (laughs) left Or
2: right (laughs) (laughs) And that walks by No I mean It's not that I find Other people unattractive Or anything It's just like A very specific type That's like I'm not gonna turn my head But if you Like are similar Looking to Ryan Gosling Or Chris Pratt Or something I will. Well, well, yeah, and that is very rare. Tim is
1: in that.
2: Uh, Tim he doesn't look unlike Chris Pratt.
1: Yeah, t- your boyfriend Tim definitely favors sort of that like look, that sort of like yeah. blondish male <laughs> cult-like, <Yeah>. Cult, cult-like. <laughs> yes. but he would be he'd be like more like i john for me is in the family of men that i love that i have a very type the of five thousand
2: to six thousand the degrees. five thousand
1: to six thousand degrees away from chris pratt but the um john cusack's of the yeah, world which yeah, uh yeah. the like my, jake
0: gyllenhaal jake halls mm-hmm. the like uh, dark
1: hair christmas christmas scene yeah i really favor just like sweet talented dark eyes dark hair <laughs> old, that old, course, yeah. old yeah. Men. Yeah.
0: Um Ancient. But for like, you- You're not really into like Captain America in the middle of Endgame, but you're into that Captain America right at the end when he's sitting on the bench.
1: That's me. Babe. I was like, oh, it's like looking in a mirror. <laughs> Is that a movie? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. No, Christ. but you know what? I find Chris Evans obviously very talented, but I don't think I've I found him as attractive as I have until Endgame. I was like, oh, he looks like a man now. He's like a grown man. It took man. you all the way
0: to Endgame? What yeah. about that shot in Civil War where he's like holding the helicopter? Helicopter. Too much. What about Jesus not another Christ. teen
1: movie? Like, Pretty cute in the...
0: Yeah. Uh, what, it, about <laughs> 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 what about
1: Cellular? Um, what about...
0: What about push
1: this was all to say that when i saw isaac i was like oh i that makes sense i bet sandy's gonna like isaac the most isaac i think is in that uh that like category of men that sandy finds attractive mm. the isaacs the chris Pratt's, and to you know our credit to tim the tim, <laughs> the tim <laughs> of the world <laughs> uh
0: yeah no isaac i just feel like grew into that weird yeah. like long face that he had yeah. and he is the only one that sports short hair consistently yeah. it seems like and he's got, like, a soul patch, which I yeah. think is a little odd. But I don't
2: think he has it anymore. Okay, you well, you that's, might have been looking at some That's older good. Figures. Yeah, no, I,
0: I think that ran the gamut of time in terms of yeah, the yeah. videos I was watching. But I was impressed with that. Also, one thing I'm going to say about all of them, and we're, we're just having fun talking about it in general, but when we're getting into the here's why it's great, here's why Hanson is great territory, like, these motherfuckers can sing. Yeah. yeah. And Isaac, I think, has my favorite voice out of the three of them. Oh. Because I watched them do Ain't No Sunshine When She's mm-hmm. Gone. and and uh, he's got, like, some real Soulful. soul. Yeah. 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 He's got the deepest voice out of the three of them. And, man, like, their uh, harmonies on everything, yeah. obviously, are great. But, like, on that song particularly, it was very, like, small and subtle. But, God damn, they were good. Yeah. And <laughs> the, Zach had. Jesus. No, I, it was a great cover. I, <laughs> that, like, that thump
2: was his boner.
0: That was the only, <laughs> <laughs> that was the only <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of the few clips <laughs> that I watched <laughs> in its entirety. So I feel like Taylor was obviously the cute one originally mm-hmm. and he has mm-hmm. sort of gotten a little like weird looking disagree he's not kind like
2: of in a like howard hughes moment these days from the things i've seen he's like very big beard very shaggy hair
0: Oh, yeah, there's a darkness no
1: there he's like one wine cooler
0: away <laughs> from, from, from jumping from... off of a cliff or...
1: maybe and i and i like a challenge
2: i can fix something he <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got married very young
0: yeah. Uh, he and he has knocked six up the kids. girlfriend. Ooh. And then
2: they got married. Like they were, I want to say, late teens. Yeah, he, he was the first kids, one to get married. married. Is yeah, they have a bunch of kids. Yeah. Fun fact about some of their kids, I can't tell you all their names because there's so many. They all have a My bunch. God. Um Isaac also got married while his wife was pregnant. Zach is the only one who did They all have a minimum
0: of three kids <laughs> yeah. each. So. But they're Whoa.
2: like one of their kids' names is River, which fine coincidence it's the name of one of their songs oh um, yeah. um and then there's a couple other ones i don't remember their names but i think they're also like song names
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. One of their kids is Mbop. yeah <laughs> one uh. of their kids is where's the love hansen
2: <laughs> yeah yeah that's the full name there's uh no spaces or yeah.
0: <laughs> but zach the little guy yeah he is probably like the cool one now yeah. like every time i see them at a a different event or something, like, I saw a a video of them doing, like, Kiss FM, and they were singing a Harry Styles song, which is that Sign of the Times" song, which is a very good song, and they did a great job, but he was, like, wearing, like, a (laughs) jacket, and, like, he had a t-shirt under it with, like, somebody flipping the bird, and he was like, (laughs) oh, man, he's wearing cool sunglasses, so he seems, like, the coolest of the three. The other yeah. two kind of seem like they would be dorks.
2: I think they like Isaac was definitely older uh-huh. um when they were getting, you know, popular and stuff. And I feel like the stuff that I've seen, like the videos and stuff, he and Zach would do stupid shit together and Taylor would almost seem like their dad next to him. <laughs> 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 or I've seen at concerts like where they're just dicking around and Taylor's like the, he's the Jimmy of that thing you do, in my opinion. Oh, okay. Taylor. So he's okay. like very
0: serious... Which one's Jimmy in that one? The Jimmy's lead Tom singer. Everett. Scott. Oh, wait, no. Oh, Jimmy no, is... Is the handsome shades. one. Yeah, oh, that's Shades? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy
2: no, is the main talking. guy who is not Mark Consuelos. <laughs> What's his name?
1: Jonathan Shake? I think Shake I'm right. It's I like think- S-C-H-A-E... Sure. I'm pretty sure it's Jonathan. Shake.
2: you want to go to the movies tonight? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not want to go to the, the movies,
1: movies tonight. tonight. <laughs> uh, Sandy, our third episode. <laughs> put, put it on the list. Episode.
0: Write it down. Put it on the list, baby. Um, uh, so Taylor's like the the grounding presence out of the three. I of them. think so. Who's like, like, like annoyed? He's
2: the artist, like the right. all about the music kind of thing. And Zach and Isaac are like dicking around in the corner, and he's just like down to business. Right Like focus you two you okay. sent me a
0: video that they did, which is not one of the songs we were covering. I think it's called Thinking About Something. Yeah. Which is a terrible title. But... Thinking
2: About Something.
0: <laughs> but it was oh, a, no, oh. it, it was like a Blues Brothers uh, oh. takeaway.
2: Oh, yeah. It is Thinking About Something. Yeah. Because they have yeah. another song called Thinking of You. And I thought that's what you're talking oh, about. Yeah, yeah, no, like, this... no, you're talking about the one with Weird Al yeah, in the music video. Weird Al Yankovic,
0: yeah, of, of which the three of us went to go <laughs> yes. see with a symphony in the Hollywood Bowl. And that was one of my favorite concerts I've ever been to. That was yeah, great. Yeah, that, that was great. great. Yeah, Weird that was Al, awesome plays a tambourine in the video and he has like a short hair like straight hair wig which is weird to see (laughs) with straight hair but it was uh, to your point about Taylor being the the straight one i guess you could say mm-hmm. he's sitting there playing the ray charles part it's all about it's all like the blues brothers like yeah, in the music yeah. store people are dancing around but he's the ray charles just sitting there playing piano and the other two are like doing synchronized dances yeah uh, so <laughs> I, you could kind of tell just watching that video that those are like the dorky ones that w- are like wanting to jump in and do goofy shit. sure so now let's jump into some songs let me explain first what we are doing here because usually if we do a band or we do something musical, we go track by track on an album. Uh, when we did Megadeth, a band very similar to Hanson, uh, we just did their greatest hits. But Hanson, their greatest hits album that they've released is like 28 tracks long. Jeez. So I mean,
2: they've written thousands. So Yeah. They, they really narrow down the list prolific. for people
0: so i asked sandy to basically curate a list for us some of these songs <laughs> do end up on the greatest hits album some of them aren't a couple are like fan club exclusives but to get a good sampling of what a honest to goodness super fan would love we're going to uh go through your list of songs and these are in order right these are ranked in your Roughly.
2: favorite like i mentioned in my email it's very difficult to organize them in numerical order of favorite to least favorite of the favorites. It's like children, right? How do you choose? Yeah. No, it's pretty simple. Yeah, no, I just don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we won't we won't say this is a definitive list of your favorite. No, no. But so, like the
2: top ten, I would say it's pretty accurate. Like here are all my top favorite songs, okay. and then after that is like all these songs I love that are also somewhere in the list, whether they be number eleven or number thirty, and they're somewhere
0: in there. Just to be clear, Sandy also sent me a list of like thirty five songs and a list of covers and right. and and.
2: Listen, <laughs> what, what in
1: of the top ten. Would you say that of your favorite top 10, would we know any of them? I guess we'll find out.
0: I mean, I actually listened to your favorite Hanson album of yeah. a couple of years ago. It's called Underneath. We've mentioned it before. I was doing a thing at work. I had a lot of free time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I was doing a thing where at least once a week, or maybe even once once a day for a couple of weeks, I was listening to a new album every day on Just, Spotify. Yeah, one you'd never heard before? One I've never heard before, so... I eventually okay. came around to asking Sandy, I was like, what is the thing that you love about Hanson? What album should a, an uninitiated person listen to? And you said your favorite album, which is Underneath. Yeah. And I listened to the entire thing. And I remember coming away from it thinking it was really good. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. It was a little bit more, it it, yes. t- it was a little religion Tinged, which I'm not super Jesus-y myself, and I'm what, are you not
2: not an American.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. How that's not like a, a mark against this? them. They're uh, from the Midwest. They're from Tulsa. Of, t- <laughs> of course they're into Jesus. But it was it was a surprise to me. I didn't... I should have realized it, but I didn't realize that th- that was infused in their music quite so much.
1: I guess I just look at a family band and assume that they're super religious. Yeah. The Jonas Brothers, right? And yeah. you're like, we're siblings. We're a band. Our dads are our yeah. uh, our managers Manager, yeah. and you know i just assume that like the good lord is keeping them all together yeah. which is fine
0: I mean, which is they fine. were
2: clearly blessed they were chosen yeah. by yeah. Chosen
0: god above but that was the surprise and i remember thinking at the end of that album like i'm not a huge fan of the type of music that they tend to write but I think that they're good super talented. They're super talented. Or Satanists. They're, they're good. <laughs> to,
1: yeah. So like, we like the, the sweet sounds of Charles Manson. And oh, the next day Lewis I listened, I did actually
0: listen to, I remember a Black Sabbath album that I hadn't heard before the next day. So it was a little... Did uh, you listen
2: know, to it backwards?
0: Uh, I wish. I yeah. should have. But I thought it was really good and I still stand by this, especially listening to all their covers. If they did a slightly different kind of music, I think something with maybe a harder edge, I would probably like be Jamaica like... I, I'd probably... <laughs> I'd probably Probably be really into them. Well, I'm usually a metalhead. Like Megadeth is like a little bit closer to my thing. Metallica is probably Paul my McCartney. favorite band. Uh, but no, Under,
2: underneath, in my opinion, is the best album. But I think it's because they struggled for so long prior to making that album, and that's the album that came out of the merger of their Island Def Jam is what bought Mercury. Yeah. Which is weird. And then they acquired things like Hanson and didn't really know what to do with them. And so from that merger, there was a lot of back and forth. They made a documentary, which I emailed. They have like four documentaries
0: that they're the subject of.
2: Well, it's this one documentary that that a friend of theirs made. It was supposed to be a making of album kind of documentary thing. And then it turned into much more because it's a whole battle. And they didn't get things with the producers and stuff. There's a lot of back and forth. So ultimately what they ended up doing was breaking their contract, getting rid of Def Jam, starting their own label and releasing all these songs that they just kept going back and forth with. And I'm just wondering, like, is it because those producers strung them along for years, essentially with these songs? It's like, Oh, this isn't good enough. Change this, change that. You need a hit these aren't singles. And then doing that, created all of these songs and perfected them and then they released Underneath which was very successful especially in like indie uh, I'm using air quotes (laughs) uh, (laughs) indie records because I don't really feel like they should be included in like the top indie record kind of thing, because it's like, no, they're mega stars, And yeah. then they open their own record <laughs> label. Yeah. And they already had a fan base. It's not just like us releasing an indie album, you know? And so I think all of those struggles and all of those pushes, and if you watch the documentary, it's called Strong Enough to Break, Taylor's like, one more year of this, and I'm going to drive off a cliff. Like, Whoa. they are just like that not having was <laughs> to. I love that darkness. Exactly. I love it. I'm going to fix it. <laughs> but I think all of these songs were many, many years in the making, instead so of just popping out an album every couple of years, you know? And so that's just my opinion is why it is the best
0: yeah, I think that's a good estimation of it. And uh, like I said, I thought it was really good. And Just too religious? A smidge too religious for, for me. But for a terrorist. But too <laughs> religious for me,
2: and I was once the lead singer of a Christian church band. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's so religious about talking about having thorns making your head bleed. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, nothing true. religious about
0: that at all. Nothing just, just at me. bad choice of hats. That's all that is. We
1: respect your religions, everyone. Yeah, we, yeah, just, we do. We
0: certainly do. And uh, we just so. Adopt
1: None of our own <laughs>
0: But speaking of that, The name of that documentary Is Strong Enough to Break That actually is the title Of our first song That we're gonna cover Oh
3: So let's ooh. get right
0: into it This okay. is Strong Enough to Break From Underneath
1: Welcome back to K-R-U-D <laughs> uh,
0: So we just listened to Strong Enough to Break Which is the first track Off of Underneath And it's pretty much just like a damning portrayal of how they feel about their place in the music industry and what they've had to go through. I can definitely feel some struggle in that.
2: Definitely. That's what they were writing during that entire struggle. Like during that process, this song came out of it.
0: And I think the song is a really good example of the type of music that they do. Like kind of upbeat, despite the fact that it is kind of talking about some pain and torment that they've been put through. It's like poppy upbeat it kind of fits right in with what one might think yeah. of Hanson
1: I do always love those stories about artists writing music about the industry yeah, I always love that story that Sarah Bareilles' song Love Song that her uh, people her label they're like I want a love song I want yeah. a love song that's the only thing that's going to get you on the <laughs> nap and then the lyrics I'm not going to write you a yeah. love song I thought that was so great and that <laughs> became her it uh, yeah. so I, I feel that I uh, especially like the lyric um, I don't the opening line if you will i don't feel myself today just a to figure in a big monopoly game for a couple of reasons one i love monopoly it's my <laughs> favorite game and we should and sandy we should do that Are you want to write that down for I oh,
2: can't for say our- that
0: i've been trying uh, to get us to do a monopoly episode for i've been months. trying to
1: get us to do it. okay so no i love Drums monopoly
2: allowed.
1: love monopoly uh, and also sandy You haven't mentioned this yet. You have a Hanson Monopoly board. Hansonopoly. That is correct. Hansonopoly.
2: And we played it and I won. Mm, (laughs) Oh, you did. You
0: actually had not only Hansonopoly, but didn't you have Hanson dice?
2: Listen, it came with the board. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. But we also... Uh, it was a
2: special thing during the first time that they were selling it that they had these special dice. And yeah. And that's what came with it. And they're pretty
0: cool. They're like blue and red like tie-dye with like an yeah. H and yeah, on they're, them. They're pretty cool. Yeah, they're awesome. It was fun. Correct
2: me if I'm wrong. Did we use the dice from the game and the Hanson Dice special ones to uh, oh, yeah. play with four Ye- dice? Yeah, yeah. I was going to okay.
0: say, we don't just play regular Monopoly, no, we folks. play... Anybody who's played Monopoly knows that Monopoly takes 17 hours to play, uh-uh. and usually no game ever <laughs> actually ends. Yeah, if you're fast. Uh, We play Speed Monopoly with our friends where we try to go as fast as we possibly can and yeah instead of using the traditional two dice we use three or possibly I think in this case it was four I think so yeah and so you're just like flying across the board you go Uh, 40
2: spots
1: a time I don't know that it speeds anything up it just means that you it It means it takes takes longer longer for you to
3: land on something but I think the point (laughs) of it is to
0: basically like I think the point of speed monopoly was not only do you go further but it's also like oh you landed on park place do you want it yes or no and you you can't like him and haw go, about go. it. It's go. like yeah, we're uh, chance. 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 Yeah, chance. if you get chance, we all chanted chance, 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 chance. chance, chance. 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 So it was a lot of uh, really dumb stuff like that, but Lindsay had a crushing victory, yeah. if I remember that's
1: correctly. Yeah, I lost,
2: baby. It yeah. was a fun board. So that's why I like the song. <laughs> yeah. They had this competition with their fans when they were first making the Monopoly board, and they were looking for recommendations for the cards, the Chance oh. and Community Chess style cards. Now, missed opportunity, in <laughs> my opinion, as a marketing expert and also as a major fan. I submitted for it, and it was a Strong enough to break out of jail card. Oh, oh my god! god. You, fuck you for not using Whoa. that.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. That, that is That's perfect. perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. So, what were all the different squares? Were they different just song titles?
2: I'm so glad you asked <laughs> because uh, I have a photo of it that I wanted to look at because I didn't want to bring the whole game and subject you guys to that today. You've already done it. Um, yeah, we've been. Yeah, there. So it was we like the pop it. radio station. There's different cities they've toured. Is oh. what all of the uh, is Tulsa, are. Is Tulsa, Oklahoma, on there? Um, is Tulsa Boardwalk? It should you know, be. No, I can't see what the Boardwalk and Park Place, Park Place are.
0: I'm gonna assume it's. It has to be Tulsa. Or at know. least it's Mbop, because that's what know. made them their yeah. money, baby. But they had a
2: lot of things like Street Team, like it was a Street Team card and a Fan Club Community card, and great. Uh, I think what that were the says trains? Go to hell. <laughs> Uh, The trains were all like pop radio station and rock radio station. Adult contemporary.
0: They're they're big on the adult contemporary charts in the last decade, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) That's where they they live.
2: It's just radio stations that they don't get their music played on. Well, (laughs)
1: that's kind of us, though. That's our age range, right? It's if people grew up listening to Hanson, then they're now sort of like middle late 30s with families listening to adult contemporary yeah
0: oh boy man, is that what rough. we've come to yeah i'm gonna <sighs> try, try to get to play the
1: next one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well
0: i was just gonna call out the uh one last thing about their rough times is the we just play like broken records in a deaf man's charade Ooh, oh man maybe
2: that's deep oh. bro
0: that's deep bro but you know what they've been on uh, in the years of, honestly since they were children i think they started singing a cappella together when you know oh my the, when they were little little kids But, you know, this whole thing that they've been on is just quite a musical ride, which is the title of our next act. (laughs) Segway.
2: (laughs) Segway. (laughs) Segway.
0: What the
2: friggin'
3: do. We got a Segway. Stop looking at
2: me, Segway. I should
0: not have invited either of you. I should have done the Hanson episode alone. We
2: need to not invite John next time. Yeah. 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 Set up Mm. the shit and get out of here. (laughs) Just push record. Come back in
0: eight hours so the the (laughs) song is musical ride from the album shout it out we got ourselves a zach song baby yeah baby so you were saying that you think that Zach's got the best range, the best yeah. voice out of all the three of them? I
2: think so. I think it's really developed into a really magical ride of a voice. A um, musical ride of
0: a voice, perhaps? Musical
2: ride of a voice.
0: I think when... Musical a, when, ride me. What? Oh, oh all right. Uh, <laughs> <Ma'am>. Okay. <laughs> uh, so when we were listening to this, I again, it's a good example of like what Hanson does well. Mm-hmm. And it really just is like easy listening I I know that sounds like it's a hit on them but it's true it's like these songs are just like so like perfectly constructed like little Mm -hmm. pop tunes uh it's not exactly like challenging music which I like about it I think it's Mm -hmm. really I think this is a a good thing about it it's like you can just put this on in the background and just like it's really lovely it's nice it takes you through your time and yeah, that's a good- like you
2: were saying earlier, the the fact that they take like some poor subject matter and make it catchy and poppy, and like you don't understand what you're listening to, really, that makes it obviously all the more easy to listen to. They yeah. have they have a song called Misery, and. <laughs> It's about a really bad relationship, and, uh-huh. but it's so catchy. And it's like you're not even realizing what's happening. And it's just like, it's so upbeat. It's like, as long as we're together, it can always only be misery. And then oh. it's like, wait, what? Wait a second. <laughs> That's not what I was expecting. But it's such an uplifting tune. Yeah.
0: Oh, this one's more about just like him just trying to get a girl or a guy <laughs> to, to go along with him, to go on this musical ride. It is like, I don't know why it's musical ride per se, uh, but maybe you can give me some well, Sort of...
2: I mean, they make music. A rhythmic ride, if you will. (laughs) Oh, maybe. But it just sounds like he just wants to, like, go out with this lady. I'm not really sure. I don't know that I know what the meaning behind the song is. But what's weird is... um, what I saw in the documentary Something that's really strange That's always kind of Stuck with me But I think this is just How songs are constructed As you guys know <laughs> um, My favorite band Is Brandi Carlisle. Mm-hmm. And right. one of the things I love most about the live shows Is I hear the backstory Of things And it's like There's real emotions And struggles And you know There's all these Different concepts And stuff that come With these songs And they, they write from the heart And it's like It just comes out They just can't stop writing And it's like this poetry That comes out And they turn into a song To where the Hanson and I guess any pop song really and what I saw in their documentary it was like we're gonna write a song here's the subject yeah, yeah. Right. Let's They like Write the music first Like the one They were writing Underneath with, with Matthew Sweet They're writing the music They're playing it On the on the piano And then coming up With the words And mm. I was just like Oh that's so that's interesting cool. Well that's
1: because how R.E.M. did it uh, I was just were, going to yeah. say That I was going to say the, uh, Exactly that Well uh, the way You were describing Your feelings For Brandi Carlisle And Hanson Or the way that is the way that I feel about R.E.M. music And an R.E.M. album And similarly They write the music And then they find the words Yeah hmm. So it's sort of like the finding the feeling to the music or Mm. like you know an elton john bernie Topin, right where it's like i elton composed some music and can you find the words for it Hmm. yeah or or vice versa like
0: the way they played in rocket man is like Bernie Taupin would send him a sheet of lyrics lyrics. and and then Elton would uh, turn them around in about 30 seconds flat with like the perfect arrangement exactly how you know it and love it. (laughs) Which could have been the way it is because I think music really is like a magical mystical thing that not being a musician, I too have played the drums in the past (laughs) uh, in the shittiest bar band that South Georgia has ever seen (laughs) named Tripolar. But like I, we didn't really write a lot of songs and my the guys who were in the band with me didn't know much about songwriting. Like I don't Think they knew what a bridge was because mm-hmm. none of our oh. songs had one. I like, love Do a we good tell bridge.
2: Riddles to a troll. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> but I think songwriting is one of those just mysteries to me. Yeah. And you know, I, I edit and I film stuff, and I'm, I, I've been I've directed stuff in the past, and I'm certainly I've written a lot. But so I understand a lot about storytelling and how that works. But there is a the magic to there songwriting, is. and it sounds to me like Hanson maybe less in the Brandy Carlisle where it is just pulling it from the ether and from your yeah. feelings and from your experiences. And it may be a little bit more, I guess, mathematical with yeah. Hanson. Like <laughs> like this tune plus we like a girl and we want her to like go on a musical ride right. with us equals poppy fun song.
1: Right. Well, you're uh, going to disagree with me on this, John, because you're so passionate about them. But I would say there's something very simple and mathematical about a Beatles song, right? Early Beatles, right? It's sort <laughs> Early of the, for the sure. same lyric yeah. over and over and over the same tune. They're all kind of three chord songs. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, uh, they hit an emotion and they sort of grab you and then they move sort of more and more away from the formula of songwriting yeah. and become their own thing and find their, a different bridge and find a different way this whole thing it, it does when you brought up R.E.M. I kept thinking about R.E.M. too because um one love John and I both love R.E.M. but a lot of their music especially towards the end became geared about the music industry Um, and they were Warner music artists and they've like since retired and I think they fucking hate the music industry now yeah. Uh, but so much of their songs it's like oh man I'm really connecting with the song whether it be a friendship or relationship level they're really writing about how they hate the business <laughs> and how they hate like the labels and that's what the song is to them but I'm still able to like find i the emotional mm-hmm. thing to cling to because michael stipe has such an emotional voice you know and their music's so emotional and i feel like T- taylor's got a pretty emotional voice taylor and yeah. zach yes yeah, zach's right?
0: got like a great yeah what i do like and that i'm discovering is that their voices are more unique than maybe i would have thought upon first blush yeah like i said isaac has the sort of deeper raspier more soulful voice i think taylor is that like perfect in between yeah between the both of them yeah. where he's he's kind of a little bit higher pitched Got a great falsetto, obviously, but he is—he combines the soul with the range that Zach has. Zach's got a hell of a range. He, as you said, he can go high, he can go low. Uh, Taylor doesn't quite have the range, but he does have a little bit more, maybe soul. Yeah. So anyway, it's a good—it's a good mix, and again, their uh, harmonies are on point. Like yeah. so far, these two songs, the harmonies have been great.
2: One of yeah. my favorite things about them to hear them, whether it's live or whatever, is where all three of them sing at the exact same time, and you don't know that there's more than one person singing. Like three part they, harmony. There's a point where they break, though, where all three are singing. They're singing the same exact same note. exact same thing, and it sounds like one person singing. But then all of a sudden, one breaks, and it's like a longer note than the other two. Mm. I don't know what that term yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know. That's cool. I
1: remember witchcraft,
2: witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. Do
1: they float on water? Uh,
2: Salem. Oh. For our list of things Oh, on oh the yeah, show? there we go.
0: Their voices are great, and obviously their harmonies are are beautiful. You could say they're crazy beautiful. Oh. over okay. oh. our is next this, song.
2: Is this the? Recorded
0: version? Uh, I uh, We're going to go with some version oh, of it. Okay. Is uh,
1: this the official theme song from the 1990s film Crazy Beautiful? Beautiful yeah. <laughs> Czar and Gearson Dunst? I
0: think. Is I, th- I thought that. The girl that, from Jumanji? I thought that was. That's uh, right.
1: That's the girl from no. Interview with a Vampire. What was the name oh.
0: with the, of the movie with Melissa Joan Hart? I thought that was That's, Crazy Beautiful.
1: no Drive Me Crazy. That's Drive Me Crazy. Drive me crazy. I crazy knew that
0: was crazy.
2: Crazy slash beautiful's entourage. Kirsten Dunst.
1: It's,
0: exactly. And, oh, right. oh, and yeah, exactly. And Adrian Grenier, right? Adrian
1: Grenier and Melissa Hart were, cra- were Drive Me Crazy, obviously with Britney Spears' Drive Me Is there Crazy. a
2: designated
1: Dave in there? Uh, there's a designated Dave in there, designated driver Dave. And then Crazy Beautiful was basically, I guess, about a girl who was mentally ill. Oh, was but she was dust. pretty, so... But she was pretty, and there was sort of an interrelational relationship happening. And who was the guy in that? Jay Hernandez. Oh,
0: yeah, I really like him. So
1: there was sort of this, like, underlying white, privileged girl, brown boy romance happening while she was mentally ill, and her father didn't want the two of them to be together. Anyway, Crazy Beautiful. Okay, well,
0: hopefully with the song they came out a few years after that movie came out yeah we could retroactively turn it into the theme song for I, that
1: movie. i hope oh. that it's about the movie
0: <laughs> it, it is think, okay oh, good. it is well let's listen to it and find out
1: that was my favorite one so far
0: i think me too
1: that was a fun song i, Pretty. I think so
0: they I add the horn section Love a
1: good horns Love a good bridge Yeah When they play the whole thing live With a full band Horns are on the stage Yeah yeah yep. I also like The double pronunciation Of the first letter Of every word It's like Don't go doing this <laughs> And then it was To tell me what it means Like does he have a stutter Oh I can maybe. fix him
2: oh. <laughs> You do no, like like want like to it. take care Of all those kids
1: <laughs> No but I do want to be The like box wine stepmom
2: To them I was <laughs> <laughs> like Oh my
1: Franzia, you know.
0: <laughs> so this is another good example of that Taylor falsetto. Like that guy's got uh, some good high range. Smooth. Yeah, the smooth, smoothest silk. Yeah. yeah it's crazy so, so what feel. about what do you like about the song?
2: I just like how upbeat it is. I like the piano a lot. I do love hearing it played live when it's just taylor and piano because it's like holy shit he can play piano yeah oh my god because you don't have the horns you don't have the drums and all that stuff in the background you only hear the keys on the piano and his voice and it's like oh my god there's that's a lot cool. more to this song because some of the songs like umbop or whatever he's playing the keyboard it's like burn, 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 through the whole thing it's yeah. not really you know a lot going on yeah that's
0: quite a like piano riff yeah that's almost like a ben folds kind of thing yeah. uh yeah no i thought that was really cool and yeah, when we first put the song on that was the first thing sandy said like are we listening to the album are we listening live i'd be interested to hear that with him and a piano i also feel that sometimes those stripped away versions kind of get across the emotion of a song a little bit yeah. more and not that this is like a terribly like deep song it's just a, another song about a gal that he sure likes
2: and i mean we have the time do yeah. we have to, yeah. <laughs> after the podcast speaking, speaking of ben folds i don't remember if they're friends with him or if they were just huge fans but they used to have this magazine that they had it was called what? mo and it was called it was, Mo. Yeah. Like predates the internet where you basically like sign up for their fan club. You get the magazine like mm. every two months or whatever. And it comes in all these articles about them. They write stuff. It's pictures of them on tour, all this stuff for them to engage with fans. It's something they've always done very well. Uh, one of the things they did was suggest new artists that you should listen to that they really loved who they either knew or just were fans of. Ben Folds was one of them.
0: Wow. Oh, long, long,
2: long ago. And, I don't know, you guys know Damien Rice? Yeah. Oh my course. god, I'm yeah. a huge Damien Rice. We saw Damien Rice at the, at the Greek, the same place oh, you guys yeah. were. We saw Hanson. Damien Rice was in one of the uh, issues of their magazine. Wow. As was Maroon 5. Wow. They were like huge. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's crazy. That's cool. Yeah. Did they ever suggest like Weird Al as a person? Because um, he was in their video?
2: I know that they're good friends with him.
0: Is he from Oklahoma <laughs> or something? I actually don't know.
2: I don't know how. I mean, I guess you just get involved with. Other music type people. They did write a song called "Penny and Me," and I think "Penny and Me." Oh, we'll get to it. Oh, great. Oh, is that on your list? (laughs) Should I wait then?
0: For Uh, the Weird album? Oh, you can go ahead.
2: ahead (laughs) So the the "Penny and Me" song is just like your average poppy song about a girl. I don't know. You guys ever watch the OC? Samira Armstrong was. She was in the video. Okay. 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 um, (laughs)
0: <laughs> that was the thing That surprised me They have videos For like every song Yeah Except for like The couple of fan club Exclusives that we'll get to later. Right
2: right <laughs> But there's a song That Weird Al did On the Apocalypse album Called If That Isn't Love But it's basically Based on those Kind of boy band Hanson Jonas Brothers songs But ah. it's mostly From what I know Based on the Penny and Me song As far as like The sound of it Taylor sings backup On that song Oh that's yeah. cool
1: I love it When other artists Sing backup yeah. for each other Yeah they're uh, good friends
0: Weird Al from Linwood, California. Obviously, we should have remembered that because he had the album Straight of Linwood. Oh, yeah. yes. We should have all remembered straight that. Straight out Straight Linwood. But he's a guy. <laughs> Do you know, uh, because the Flaming Lips are from Oklahoma, have they ever had any crossover with those guys? They're from Oklahoma City.
2: Maybe. They have a lot of friends in the music industry. Like, even people you wouldn't think of. Like, the first time I met them and, like, basically befriended. First time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen. Uh, the... First time I met them, I had kind of befriended the security guard outside the Viper room. And
0: this is he- all sounding very scandalous, Sandy. Yeah.
2: So befriend the security guard out front. I'm there with my friends. It's at the Viper Room, which yeah. is tiny. Yeah. R. I. P. And um, also all r- right, River Phoenix. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Very tiny. They're on the stage. It's when they're first coming back around underneath time. The security guard came and got me out of the crowd before the concert started, and was like, "They're right outside. Come with me." And I just turned to my friends and I was like, "Come!" So we left. We went outside. They were there talking to their friends and stuff. And we were like, "Oh, pictures!" Ah. I didn't get one with Taylor. Not really. You know, a big loss for me because yeah. <laughs> I go like Isaac, Zach, Taylor. You're more so of an an like, Isaac yeah, girl. Yeah. yeah. If I'm gonna, <laughs> you know, this picture of Isaac, I should find it. But it's just like I'm like squeezing him. I'm <laughs> <laughs> we have those photos for our Instagram, so we can um. post and you know, verify your your handsome love. But anyway, randomly, the dude from Interpol. Oh. walks by with his wife or whatever and sees Isaac over there, and they just start talking because they're friends, and he just happened to be in the neighborhood walking by during oh, their show before it happened. And I was like, that's weird. Everyone's yeah. like, they're friends with Interpol? I don't know. And they're like, hey, man, you want to come
0: in and see the show? And, he's, and the guy from Interpol's like, nah, <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm good. I can't
1: <laughs> think of no. two more different bands. Yeah. yeah. That
2: Interpol. That's interesting. Yeah. And I know they've collaborated with a lot of people and stuff, and yeah. a really, really weird celebrity person they're friends with is Frankie Muniz. Oh. Okay. Like went on tour with them one summer.
0: Okay. Like he was
2: on their tour bus with them hanging out.
0: Just like, and I mean,
2: just as friends. Like oh, okay. he, he was just like, he didn't come out for and the like ride.
0: dance or do anything. No, but what does Frankie was, do? Just he's an actor. So he was,
1: he retired, didn't he? I feel I like know. he retired after Malcolm in the middle. Got
0: that Malcolm in the middle money, mm-hmm. baby. I think so.
1: I feel like there was some, <laughs> we'll have to verify, but I remember there was some like Twitter burn that Frankie <laughs> Muniz gave. That was amazing. Where someone basically had, like called Frankie Muniz out for being being a has been, and he was like, "Yeah, uh, come tweet at me when you can retire at eighteen. <laughs> like, yeah, Frankie
0: Muniz. That's uh, like my kid that's on the middle, the one who will never grow up. You know, you look at those kids. Like, what else are they gonna do? Yeah. Like, Frankie Muniz took a shot at being a movie star, like a kid's Skip. movie star. He was in. He my was dog in Skip. Um, under. Not Undercover what was Brother. Spy? <laughs> Movie? Um, I know. It's like, I remember oh, yeah. there, was spy there was Big Fat Liar. Why don't
1: we know anything? There's Big Fat Liar.
0: I know. Usually I would. Uh, we used to play it at Hollywood Video all the time, and I can't remember the name I, of it. I
1: remember the cover. He's got like sunglasses on, and he's holding yeah. the sunglasses up it's to his face. First it's not Kid. Like, <laughs> no, he's in like a little suit. Maybe it's yeah. First Kid. No,
2: that's a Sinbad. He was at uh, the Anaheim House of Blues when I went there for a show once. He was sitting up in like, you know, where they put the seats for the friends and family and stuff. And they dedicated some love song to
0: him. (laughs) Oh, Agent Cody Banks. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's it. Oh, by the way. With what's
0: her name? With Amanda Bynes, right? Yeah. And by the way, just like trying to figure that out on the internet, uh, I also (gasps) found out his net worth, $40 million. Wow. That's insane. And that's
1: only working till 18. Yeah, that's Um, crazy. I found the actual tweet.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Could you do it dramatically? Reading, oh, please.
1: wild paraphrasing. So, I heart Mountain Dew. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> the name
1: Liam LeTerrier. Extreme name. Uh, sent Frankie Muniz a tweet at Frankie Muniz. Your you are acting <clears throat> is just comma awful. Sorry, but comma it is. <laughs> Frankie Muniz replied at I heart Mountain Dew. Yeah. But being retired with $40 million at 19 has not been awful. Good luck moving out of your mom's house before you're <laughs> 35. Damn. Damn.
0: <laughs> drop the mic, Frankie Eunice. Holy the mic, shit.
1: Frankie Eunice. All
0: right, got him.
1: It doesn't sound bad to have $40 million at no. 19. <laughs> no. $40 million?
0: Yeah. Oh man, wow. TV's that's from like changed. one big show. One and big
1: that's a show. Kid, that's I guess yeah. syndication, yeah. baby. But he is
0: the title character of the show, yeah. so I mean, I get it. Uh, even Brian Cranston had to keep working after that, so that guy's <laughs> probably a right that that now.
2: Weird shit. This is about drugs. Yeah, Yeah, like some like, pay the bills. That's that's not that that, show that like, not very
0: good. No, yeah. it's not good. Nobody really watched it. No one's I ever talked watch about it. it. He yeah, he
1: plays a teacher. It's like seen it. I've seen Welcome Back, Cotter. I've already seen this show.
0: You know, guys. I love you both. <laughs> I really feel like that we'd be lost without each other.
3: Oh! oh.
0: And you guys gotta. <laughs> I don't even have to work that hard at it. These are terrible oh. tech story.
3: <laughs> what the friggin'
0: do? From underneath, <laughs> lost without each other.
1: this song i like this song the song was fun this song seemed to be dedicated to his one and only lover Sandy, do you know, is his wife his one and only lover?
2: I would say that's highly doubtful. Oh, <laughs> Sandy, did you I, fuck Taylor? I, yes. Yes.
0: She was just trying to get to Isaac. To be fair,
2: I thought he was a girl. <laughs> even um, better. He said before they all met their wives at shows, so I imagine if that's where you're meeting your wives, yeah. you're bringing some ladies back to the yeah, tour bus. I, I read
0: somewhere. with your parents and stuff. I saw that Isaac met his wife, or met his wife they were playing a show and he saw her in like the fifth row and basically like picked her out of the crowd more or less and was like i'm gonna fuck you (laughs) i'm gonna put several babies in you so
2: we're gonna name them after our songs yeah Oh. oh jesus
0: so i was going to say that yeah they are yeah I guess groupies, essentially. I know, you don't want to like I, say that because of the mother of the children. Yeah. yeah, they're the freakiest kind.
2: I don't know if this is accurate, but from a lot of like hardcore Hanson fans, I've heard like I think he used to go out with Michelle Branch, and oh. I think oh. he went out with Michelle Branch. There was some kind of crossover with the current wife who got knocked up and they got married. I I think I'm not. Completely sure. Scandalous. However, um, Michelle branches this background on a song called Deeper. Oh, on, cool. Underneath. Um, they basically called in all the favors from people they know. But I think the story with her is that she opened for them. I believe she was a huge fan, sent in tapes and stuff, It ended up being, like, an opening act or something. And then that's kind of, like... Is that what, like, put her on the map, was opening for them, and then she dated Taylor? I don't know. I'm not... I don't remember exactly how that went down, but I think she was a fan, sent in cassettes and stuff and samples, and then they let her be. Yeah. Not since Gavin (laughs) Rosdale and Gwen Stefani, when No Doubt and Bush went on tour, has there
1: been a more fateful pairing. That always
0: weirded me out. The fact that, like... One that no doubt Was opening for Bush Yeah How like, ironic is that Bush
1: was the big band People yeah. went to see
0: Bush I know that's the crazy thing Now they're like Basically giving away tickets To go see Bush and Live Play yeah. together it's like Which i be
1: on Gold Star Kind of <laughs> into though Like Are you kidding I would love to see that concert Like
0: I, I really only want to see Live For those two songs the obviously. I
1: alone oh you. three songs Okay And then I I let, me, let me guess Oh yeah yeah uh, Can you hear it At night Can you hear the dolphins cry Correct that's, okay, Dolphins And then, cry. And then obviously of course lightning crashes Yeah, mother yeah,
0: mother but I, I'm like into all of 16 Stone Bush, Like
1: that's a good that's a good album that's I a mean damn Glycerine good album. I love that album
0: so I mean let's let's do it let's go see like outdated double axe let's go see Ben <laughs> Folds and Cake and then let's go see out-dated Bush and, and Live
1: double axe is my middle name <laughs> <laughs> I mean years ago we saw what
0: Kiss and Def Leopard together Kiss one of my favorite bands of all time Kiss is great Def, Def, Def Leopard, I hate but, do you know what was hilarious oh, what about that time? Time.
1: Concert, was that Def Leppard Opened as they should For Kiss And a huge number Of audience members Left after Def Leppard Yeah It's so like mm. So you're telling me You drove all the way out here Which was like so Irvine fucking, Yeah Irvine Irvine To listen to Pour some sugar on me And
2: left And didn't even want to Stick around for Kiss and like, I like call my dad Right now And see if he did that
0: <laughs> <laughs> But that's the right. thing Like I don't care if you don't like, you quote-unquote don't like Kiss. Like, they're going to play at least five songs that you that you, you, lo- know. That you yeah. know and probably love. If nothing else, you're going to hear Rock and Roll All Night, which is just fun and... Exuberant, but we'll yeah. save it for
1: the Kiss podcast. But they are cred Obviously, they're incredible showmen. I've saw them with you twice mm-hmm. <laughs> because I am a good wife. <laughs> but the second concert I saw with you, the Kiss concert, which is their farewell tour, which is lasting for like 20 years. Yeah, same goes for Elton
0: uh, John, who we also saw his. Like five year long We've seen farewell like three, tour, his
1: three performances of the farewell tour, but that Kiss concert is maybe one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Just the staging, the theatrics, the production value, their performance it was it was just wild. It was
0: incredible it was
2: a spectacle.
1: It was a spectacle. I'd never Definitely. I'd never seen anything like it in a concert before.
0: And and we probably honestly won't see anything like that again. In only our, in our only a band that's been around for that long and had already established themselves as doing that. Like you're not gonna see Hanson with with like giant cranes that like take them yeah. over the audience. You're not going to see not gonna Taylor fly
1: into the audience. Yeah, you're not going to see
0: Taylor do a zip line through the audience. To, you don't
1: know. To... Taylor's not going to like have blood spewing out of his mouth. I mean, yeah. he might. Isaac, I've yeah. I've seen him have
2: blood come out of his finger before. Oh, oh yeah. because he
0: fingered Play you? you. It to the bone? Yeah, yeah.
2: It was my blood.
0: <laughs> Jesus <Jeez laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> my God. That's so My horrible. life. My so, my
2: life.
0: <laughs> uh, so we can't talk about Hanson we can't talk we barely talked about the song uh, we barely
1: talked about the Hanson well one was thing I was gonna song? say
0: <laughs> we're talking about the song Lost Without Each <laughs> Other uh, again it's about like obviously his one and only probably not one and only love one thing I would keep noticing every time we listen to a song uh, is Lindsay invariably sings along at some point yeah. for every song sure. like well, that's I'm just every like,
1: song in life. I'm just so musically gifted. <laughs> you just can't help yourself. I, have I mean, a song I remember our-
0: I can't, and some of these, most of these songs, you haven't heard before, but you're still singing along with them the first time you listen to them, which is definitely a good thing about Hanson music. Is it is like a song where you could just pick up and play, kind of like a playing an old Nintendo game. It's just like ingrained in you very simply and easily, and it's you can, you just, can just jump just right in.
2: Get up and go. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. the name of a Hanson song. Oh, nice. Oh, no, no,
0: no. I was. uh, I'll get to my segue. Don't you worry. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll
2: take a segue. I'm trying to pre-scooter
0: you. Oh, that was nice. No, I was just going to bring up the story of Lindsay talking about singing a song upon first listen. I remember when Adele came out with Hello, Uh it came on the radio, and they were like, all right, here's the new Adele song. Everyone be quiet. Hear it here first. I turned it up, and, like, Lindsay, within, like, 30 seconds, was like, was actually hanging with the song too. Like you were able to like somehow know the lyrics as she was singing them. I still don't understand how that works.
1: That's my like, it's a completely useless party trick, but that's my superhero ability is that I can hear a song once and then I know the song or I don't even have to hear it we all the We were way listening
0: through. to it both for the first time and you were singing along with it you were like guessing the lyrics, and as I was as right. If, yeah, no, I you. was like,
1: you know what? I get this story. I understand where this is going, and I'm in gonna there. fill in the blanks. Yeah. God <laughs> has presented you with a gift. <laughs> a gift that the world needs to. You know, yeah, how can I monetize, guys? I can correctly guess song lyrics, and I certainly will know the song after I hear it. That for seems the like first a show time. that
0: like Chris Tucker would host on NBC during uh, yeah. the summer, like guess those lyrics. Yeah, or like Mark, uh, what's his name from Sugar Ray? <laughs>
3: Mark
1: McGrath.
0: McGrath, Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. He already does a different song or a different game Every show. Um, yeah,
1: he just wants to fly. <laughs> um, you know what? That's, Ooh, a, that's a band
0: we're not gonna write do. down. Sugar Ray. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Sugar Ray Leonard.
2: All right, oh, that's i uh, correct. Correct.
0: I do not have a good segue actually for this one because there is no way to get into it besides saying that you can't possibly talk about Hanson without talking about our next track. We're talking about.
2: Mm, is that one of
1: their singles? From. Let's do a three-way harmony like Handsome Wood for. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: all right, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, well, that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're gonna listen to that song <laughs> right yeah, now. Yeah. So we just listened to (laughs) Mbop, which is obviously the song that put these guys on the map. Yeah. Um, And it is a a hell of a fun song. And it definitely sounds like I mean, I know he's just doing some like riffing at the end, but it definitely sounds like he's being poked or prodded. (laughs) Uh, It's a bop.
1: It's a bop, baby. It
0: is a bop. Uh, so, Sandy, when you heard the song for the first time, do you remember where you were uh, the first time you heard this? I'm assuming this is the first Hanson song you probably heard.
2: Yeah, because it was the one that was playing on the radio all the time, like the Kiss FM's mm-hmm. and stuff. I don't remember. I don't know that I had a life-changing moment. Mm-hmm. Remembering. <laughs> you weren't like you know. this. Yes. <laughs> I don't have, like, that moment of, like, being four and watching E.T. and crying when he's leaving and no. hiding in the closet so no one see me cry. moment with No, man, we'll you, you cry when later. he turns,
0: <laughs> like, all white and, like, is dying and Elliot's dying, too. Like,
2: yeah, well, the, yeah. that's
0: the part that's sad.
1: I cried when all those Reese's Pieces were just <laughs> on the ground. Like,
0: yeah.
2: no, but, still good. They're still dirty. Good.
1: Like, don't like, just leave them there. So, we Sandy, can unpack that later, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to talk to, about some of these things. Oh. What, is, what is the lyric? Bop, bop. What does that mean to you?
2: Sandy? I just think it's gibberish. It's just fun. No, you're not. It's, it's yeah, not it's just, gibberish. It's, well, it's it's like
1: though. It's like I'm blue, bad, and dee, bad, and well, bad and dee, you can't yeah. talk shit about that song. That song's a
0: fucking classic. Well, what's
1: the difference? Or it's, what about
0: yeah. um the Skatman weep? I don't
3: know. The it are.
1: is
0: just scatting. Ultimately, yeah. um, But for real, there are points in the song that you look at this and you're like, oh yes, this was written by children. Yeah. Like, uh, you plant see a seed. the music I remember the music video they're rollerblading around yeah the yes. and they
2: plant a seed in their hand and it grows and into it a grows. flower. Well
0: that's what I was going to say the lyric but
2: Oh no, no
1: I have a I don't have a memory tied to listening to this on the radio but I remember where I was and I have a like listening to this again at a flash of watching the music video for the first time and I believe I watched it At my grandmother's house watching TRL on oh. MTV and it was in the top 10 and it was the first time I'd seen it. And I remember something that stuck out at me that I just flashed on was there was a moment when the youngest, Zach, goes to point at something really close into the camera. And there's like a close up on his fingernail. And he had all, he had these like white spots on his fingernail. And at the time, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with his nail? And it wasn't until years later that I realized, like, oh, it's like a calcium deposit. That's just like a thing people have. So anytime if I ever have like one of those white spots on my fingernails, I. Always think about the Mbop music video. <laughs> That's
2: so weird. Always.
1: Totally tie. Yeah, that is exactly.
3: Yeah, I've got oh. one on my fingernail right now. They're just like
1: little calcium deposits, but I completely tie that forever on huh. my whole life to Mbop. And you mm. have Hanson to think for that. I have Hanson to think.
0: I feel like Hansen with the Mbop video set the template for what like most like, young boy brother bands, or even just boy bands in general, would do for a first video, like, a lot of, like, fish eye lens, mm-hmm. a lot of just tomfoolery. Yeah,
2: and it was the 90s. I mean, like, every skate video you saw yeah. had, like, a fish eye lens yeah. on it, and... People rollerblading around town, jumping off stuff. But yeah. I feel like
0: that style stuck around for a really long time. I feel like you see, yeah. a, you saw a lot of videos of like with I still the fish island videos that way. Wait, there's still videos. <laughs>
2: you know what's funny is uh, like GoPros basically are fish islands. That's true. That's, that's true. Much that's true. bigger ones that don't have black on the sides like like the old school yeah. kind of cameras did. But
0: uh, I was gonna say, the plant a seed, plant a flower, plant a rose. You can plant any of those. Oh, keep. Planting to find out which one grows. It's a secret no one knows.
1: I know the secret. And uh, this is cult speak.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, was this not from your Dr. Seuss book?
0: No, that was not. That was not. Interesting. They say, can you tell me if it's going to be a daisy or a rose? Can you tell me which flower is going to grow? Can you tell me? Uh, and they say it's basically like a secret no one knows, but it's like, just go to the fucking Lowe's or Home Depot. Oh, you're being they, very literal. They have oh. them pretty clearly marked. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, John. So you think this song is
2: actually about,
0: it's about gardening, daisies
1: right? or, flou- or roses? Yeah, oh, this okay. is a song Wait. about
0: gardening, obviously. Yeah, it's a song and, about
2: gardening that five year olds wrote. That they were unfamiliar with the territory. I guess if they did write... I mean, the song, to me... Is
1: very clearly about having sex and making a baby. And a daisy is like a, one's, a, you could either have a daisy or a rose. You could have a boy or a girl, plant the seed, see if it's. I feel like these kids were like, how do you have sex? Like, a la, a la now and then. Oh. when oh, Remember when Chrissy R. asks R. her mom, RIP Chrissy, yeah. how's a baby made? And the mom says, you know, you sprinkle the seeds you sprinkle the garden of the flower grows.
0: Well, if it is about kids, I guess their parents probably helped them write this. It's not about sex so much, (laughs) but it's about, I feel like children and how they're going to grow up. There's the line in an mbop. They're gone in an mbop. They're not there. You know that it's like
1: Toy Story four. See, yeah, that's exactly. Empty like Nester
0: What is? Oh,
2: it's basically like the smallest moment of time. Okay, that's basically that's they a call second. An that,
0: that. <laughs> well, there, there's there's a millisecond. There's a nanosecond.
1: Uh, Those they are were small. homeschooled. There's a millisecond. There's a nanosecond. Single digits, and there's an umbop. Yeah, right, <laughs> Mbop is shorter than a nanosecond. Really but I think heavy. it's
0: about honestly when you look at the lyrics and you're not being an asshole and talking about gardening. I think it is about you could interpret it your way about sex, like about putting a baby in somebody yes. as as you will for almost any of these songs. I but I think it's about to. like having kids and growing up and and yeah. obviously the the people who were producing their album or the their parents were probably looking at these kids, knowing that they were about to embark on this huge journey. They probably had no idea of the heights that they would reach, yeah. but. Knowing that these children, as they are now, are going to be completely different in an mbop, you could say. <laughs> in less so, than a nanosecond. That's deeper I mean, than you it give it credit for. could their,
2: their parents helping them because this was on their first album that right. wasn't actually released, not on their first Middle of Nowhere album that was, you know, nationally released or... I right. They
0: had two like albums globally. before called Boomerang and Mbop.
2: Yeah. Boomerang is the one where it was on that album, and they sound real little, real. Well, they so. sound really
0: little in this song. Yeah, like yeah. In the middle this is of when Nopar it's version. like produced and everything. except it, for the when other I, one was like Isaac couple years in at one point, and yeah. it's like whoa, that <laughs> voice is <isn't laughs> way deeper <Yeah>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. than
2: the rest. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like Jersey Boys,
0: yeah. Silly Boys. <laughs> boy. That's like I, I would want to play if I were in the the play Jersey Boys, or if I was singing with uh, Frankie Valli in the Four Seasons. Yeah, I would want to be the guy that Beast. says Silly
2: Boys. Mimi, <laughs> that's easy <laughs> I, uh, I do uh, have some uh, something to share. I oh. have a show and tell for oom Bob. Oh, you do? Now, okay. I do have some loves, right? Like, I have Brandy Carlisle, I have Tig Notaro. I have Michael Ian Black. So it's always lovely to come across some sort of, like, crossover between my loves. Okay. Yes. Like when I recently sent a video to Lindsay of Brandy Carlisle and Dolly Parton singing a duet. Those were our loves. Right. Singing a duet. That was great. Coming together. So, this is uh, just an excerpt from a book called *Naval Gazing by Michael Ian Black. (laughs) And it says, Personally, I feel no great need to be remembered, except by my kids, and hopefully one day grandkids. And when I do die, I don't want any pomp. I want to be cremated, my ashes flushed down the nearest toilet. In lieu of a funeral, I would like a party held in my honor, featuring buffalo wings and Hanson's umbop playing on a loop. That's (laughs) enough. Besides, now that Maya Angelou is dead, who would speak at my memorial? <laughs> 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 that's pretty great. Well, I
0: hope that Isaac, Zach, and Taylor do speak at and Black funeral. That <laughs> would be <laughs> amazing. Maybe they'll play
2: live. <laughs> maybe. He, um, in one of his stand-up specials, he plays Oom and he talks about Oom in it. And I just thought, that's really weird. And when we saw him in San Diego, he came onto stage... To oomba
0: maybe maybe that's like a, and <laughs> so like, he just
2: loves it maybe it yeah. was like
0: ironic at first like one of those i feel like that happens to comedians a lot they get irony poisoning where it's like <laughs> they like huh, look at this dumbass thing but then like over time it gets to them and they start feeling like oh this is legit this is i love this i think that's uh that might have been what happens who knows I,
2: I asked him about it at sketchfest <laughs> oh and what did <laughs> he say when i like? met him i said i was just curious you know like you mentioned your book or whatever and that tweet that mike Ian black liked that i wrote was about hansen being in his book but I said, like, where did that, where that stem from? And he's like, nah, I just like him. That was it. And wow. I was like, all right, well, all right, good enough. Good, to <laughs> the
0: you. point. I don't know about you guys. I know we went to lunch, but it's been a little bit of time now. And I'm hungry. I'm, I'm starving. I could eat- I could eat. I could eat. I could eat a, a phrase that we've said many times to each other.
1: <laughs> Following a large meal. Yeah. Um, I could eat. Well, I, I mean, let's say uh, we could go
0: to our closest Mexican restaurant or possibly run to the border <laughs> and drive through and get ourselves some Devil's Nachos, oh, ooh. which is the next song. It's a fan club exclusive, so it's it not is. doesn't appear on any of their official no. album releases. So this is actually like way out of the bounds of a normal Hanson fan, maybe. You have to obviously pay – to hear the song.
2: Right, exactly. Because you have to get the membership kit, which comes with a CD. I assume now it's just a download. Yeah, I, don't know. I guess so. Um when so- Lindsay and I went to the Greek to see them, <laughs> I was gonna buy the album uh, and I don't have a CD player on my computer or in my car anymore. She's like, Where are you gonna play that? <laughs> and I was like, oh. Good point. Well, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't buy it. Yep, <laughs> like, where yep. am I gonna play that? That's saving you so <laughs>
0: Well, anyway, we're, let's let's dive into some Devil's Nachos. This is the one of the only songs where I decided to uh, actually look ahead at the lyrics and like okay. kind of get a little taste for it, and it sounds a dumb. taste for
2: it. Oh sounds yeah, it's dumb. real dumb, and you get to see how funny and dumb Zach is.
0: Oh good, good. I can't wait. All right, Devil's Nachos, let's do it.
1: Devil's Nachos! Way too hot! Devil's Nachos! The Nacho Nachos!
0: They're Nacho Nachos. Was he just like high one night and was like hey guys we're doing this.
2: Every year I believe they do something called a fool's banquet where they basically lock themselves into what's essentially an Airbnb these days (laughs) uh, with a bunch of other artists and they create stuff and this is one of the songs that came out of that. And then they maybe put on an album or whatever just release online. But I remember some guy from American Idol once was with them. It's usually like a group of, I want to say, like eight people or something. Ah. Just like maybe they write a bunch of topics on the wall or something, and then they have to grab one and two people or three people have to go into a room and just like crank out the song. This is one of those, obviously. It's
0: like a 24-hour <laughs> film festival. Yeah,
2: yeah. I was like,
1: in theater terms, this is like a 24-hour play festival yeah. where everyone gets together. And,
2: exactly. But they're making music.
0: Speaking of getting together with other artists, isn't Taylor part of a, like a super group?
2: I guess if you want to call it a super group, are you talking about tinted windows? Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. I, I know like
0: there's a member of Cheap Trick is in there. Yeah, um, What? Yeah. Who they're, else is in there? They're all,
2: they're all somebody. I don't know. I wonder if we should look that up. They're all kind of like
0: barely somebody yeah, from yeah, what yeah. I remember. But uh, it's interesting that, I mean, I guess there's a collaborative spirit in a lot of what Hanson mm-hmm. seems to do. Let me just say about this song, maybe because it's not as glossy as the rest of the songs we've listened to mm-hmm. so far. I've, it's actually musically one of my favorite. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> rougher around the edges. It's. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm a heavier rock and roll kind of guy. And it's got a pretty good riff and it is rough around the edges mm-hmm. and I like my music a little bit more raw. And for that I like it. I like the production value. It's got some dumb lyrics.
2: <laughs> like insane. I met the like devil at the Nacho f- Nachos?
0: Yeah, Nacho Nachos. I met the devil at the Taco Bell.
2: So did I. Um, mm-hmm.
0: What is this song about? Is it just like another like devil goes down to Georgia kind of situation? <laughs> but instead of like battling with fiddles they uh i feel like you're
2: just giving it too much credit
0: eat some nachos together <laughs> Yeah, this, like they go to I, islands it's just
2: like oh let's ride taco bell devil song <laughs> go 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 and, and somehow it, it
0: became one of your favorites
2: <laughs> i think it's hilarious <laughs> it's the only one of their songs it's like You laugh at it, right? Like, all the other ones are so serious, and it's like, oh, (laughs) jeez, they're going to kill themselves. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, I I don't disagree that this is, like, one of the songs where it's like, oh, they have a sense of humor about their music and themselves. So I kind of did enjoy that aspect of it. And it was a nice break from what we've listened to so far, which is all kind of, like, at the same level. Like I said, very glossy, very, like, Mm well-produced, and very, like, clean and just everything like works.
2: Seventy-five layers on their track, like album perfection.
0: Yeah, and then then this, which is
2: yeah, <laughs>
0: sounds like it was actually made in an afternoon, which is kind of fun. It was so oh, <laughs> great. So um...
2: I mean, they've got a lot of uh, different lyrics for different songs. Like there's this song "Go," and it's just like the lamp gets dusty, the pipes get rusty, and <laughs> it's like you oh. can laugh at that, but you're not supposed to. <laughs> this one, <laughs> okay. I like that you can.
0: Anything, Lindsay?
1: I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> this to me, it felt like they made a song in f- five minutes. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. fun, and I'm okay with it. Mm. Yeah. It's fine.
2: I mean, they're nachos.
1: I love yeah, a taco nacho bell. Nacho
0: nachos.
1: Whatever yeah. a taco bell, a taco bell just comes back to us, guys. Yeah. Oh, it's exactly. Us. It's a uh, full
0: circle. Well, after listening to that song, I'm still hungry, and uh, we should get up and go (laughs) to get some food. But after the podcast, after the podcast. (laughs) But our next song is the song Get Up and Go, all the way back to Underneath, big surprise. (laughs) Sort of heavily favored in this (laughs) uh, track Mm -hmm. listing Mm -hmm. that you've created for us. It's been all downhill since then. Well, uh, let's listen to Get Up and Go from Underneath. So, Sandy, I have a question for you. In this song, he tells his girl to take a walk on the wild side with uh-huh. him. Uh, what wild side are we talking? Are we talking about a monogamous relationship where they have six children and <laughs> they're lucky to get out of bed after 9 a.m. and they have to cook breakfast and make lunch for a whole gaggle of kids? Uh, what, what part of the wild side do you think that is?
2: I think he's just talking about maybe a, a safari In Africa Like a literal wild side A literal wild side With their millions of dollars
0: Gotcha
1: What I'm gathering Sandy You can correct me here I think, John, that you're searching for some meaning and <laughs> yeah. all of these lyrics I don't know is there. Yeah. I was, I was just sort of looking at the lyrics to this song, and I don't mean this as a knock, but so far, all of the lyrics are pretty pedestrian. Yeah. Like everything's very simple, and I think it is just exactly what it is. That's pop, baby. That's pop, baby. But I, I yeah, I don't know that they're that deep. I think it's pretty, I think this is a pretty surface level song. Oh, yeah. They it's easy. They can get there. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean,
0: The Devil's Nachos, that yeah. was a deep song. The Devil's Nachos yeah.
1: is very The Devil's Nachos for me had the most substance and the greatest arc of any story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say that in our wrap up, but that's kind of the thing that I am finding out about them and appreciating about them. It, is that it is like so surface? It's very um, surface. Every song all the lyrics are very clear. Mm-hmm. You can hear every word. It's not like a Led Zeppelin song where it's like, what did he yeah. just say half the time? <laughs> and like you were saying, all the lyrics are just like, here's what it is.
2: They're very, like I said, one syllable, they rhyme.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all just very simple, simple. love songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A and crowd I
1: crowd can sing them very easily.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And I think that you're putting that as a knock. And I no, I think I'm... there are just different levels of like musicianship. This is not like gonna be a Tori Amos song. Where it's like you could dive in and like teach a college class on Toraeus albums.
1: Well, no, I said this is not to knock them. I said this is just I think who they are. I think it's just simple pop songs, simple lyrics, and they're catchy and they simple sound folk good.
2: Folk from the Midwest. From they're the just, Midwest, just that's making Oklahoma, fun baby. Fun
0: little tunes that you can tap your foot to and bop your head to. You can yeah. bop your head to it. In an umbop.
2: Yeah. I think John is looking for deeper meaning, like you said. And I feel like the lyrics are there, and the meaning is gone in an um (laughs) 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 umbop In less than a nanosecond. Well,
0: Well, I know, like, really in this whole process, you guys have been, you know, asking a penny for my thoughts. (laughs) So... Well, we could really. Uh, I mean, we really just using this to talk about uh, our next song, to our, which, to our uh, podcast, our podcast, yeah. which is gonna, uh, are you Not, guys not gonna, our podcast. Are, oh right, our not podcast. mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you you're it for the
1: podcast. Are you gonna
0: name it Penny and Me, it's which is the title of our next song?
1: Better than John's podcast, <laughs> like, like the band <laughs> Better Than Ezra.
2: <laughs> <laughs> In Penny and Me is the song I was mentioning earlier that Weird Al basically based his one song on it. Taylor is singing the and for.
3: Oh, so.
0: okay. And this is
2: the one with the girl from the OC and the and in the, the music. music video. Oh wow, this has got mm-hmm.
0: a lot of a lot of street cred. I'm yeah.
1: excited for this one because I believe this song did play in our concert, and I think yeah. it was my favorite song that and played it- in our concert.
0: This sounds like it's going to be like a slow jam.
2: Uh no it's a little it's a little luppy, it's a little slower God, yeah. than maybe I'm, I'm kind of like go. craving
0: like a different tempo it's my okay. that's maybe that's okay. why we I like can, the Devil's Nachos it was at least a little faster than the rest yeah. of them
2: but now you're craving something slow yeah I'm
0: I'm craving something a little bit slower more soulful but this is from underneath mm-hmm. big surprise 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 so <laughs> let's uh let's dive in Penny and me from Penny underneath. And me.
1: That was definitely my favorite song. Mind-blowing, really. Uh, my favorite song that I heard so far. And it reminds me so much of like a late 90s... Early aughts, a band like this song could have been performed by Train.
0: Yes, yes. The whole time I was thinking the same thing. Train, right, it's just
1: like those kinds of bands, like Train. <laughs> like first of all, it's like a band that sings a song with a woman's name in it, <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> but I feel like this song, I thought had like the best chorus. Mm-hmm. Kind of had a story. Had a yeah. good bridge. Had a good hook.
0: It definitely had like the best hook. I think, out of anything other than Mbop, which you can't deny (laughs) how how singable that is. Uh, Yeah, this was actually like... um Definitely What's my on? favorite one, yeah, that we've listened to so yeah, far. Yeah,
2: this uh, I believe this was a single off of the Underneath album, but being that they produced it and everything, I think that it played a lot on the radio outside of California. <laughs> I think that was like the hit in other other locations. Yeah, that makes it. What year did Underneath come out? What year did the song come or
0: out? Or o four? Yeah. I think. Oh,
1: okay. I'm surprised. So I thought you were gonna say I'm mixing up my dates, but I I think this whole time I thought that Underneath was a more recent album, like Mm-mm. 2015. No, it came I, out in
0: 2004.
1: Okay, that feels like exactly when it should have come out, because what I thought was like, oh, the music, it's good, but it's dated, like it sounds like it should have come out in 2002. And we're sort of past this type of music, but it came out at that time. So I don't know why that song wasn't like their big new more adult single.
2: I mean, Hanson stopped getting radio play really after, like, halfway through their second album, probably. Okay. Like, the first one got a lot, but then the radio just kind of, like, started changing and they stopped playing, like, boy bands and stuff, right? Like, you weren't hearing... True. Bubble like, Yeah, exactly. And so they got a lot of play in other parts of the country. Right. obviously huge in Europe and Asia, but...
1: Where everyone's just, just, like, a step behind getting yeah, the music.
2: <laughs> exactly. Still great. Uh, I remember them going to the Philippines because my, my cousins are Filipino uh-huh. and their family lives there, and they were like, we saw Hansen on the TV like the commercial for it was literally Hansen wow. like hey Philippines we're coming on tour <laughs> and I was like what
0: <laughs> well anybody who's anybody is huge in Japan at least mm-hmm. so like people like Japan just True. loves everything any like I'm, another band that I'm a really big fan of is Presidency of the United States of America. Yeah. They uh, sang the
2: George of the Jungle song. Oh, they did? Yeah, oh, yeah. I actually
0: didn't even know that. And also uh, Peaches. Oh, I mostly, well, I thought that most people knew them because they did Cleveland Rocks, which was the oh. Drew Carey Show theme song. They also did a great cover of Video Killed the Radio Star for the wedding singer. Yes. Soundtrack. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. oh, so good. The wedding
1: singer, <laughs> Somebody Kill Me, Please.
3: And
1: God, I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> <laughs> Information that would have been useful to me yesterday! <laughs> Like, okay. So do you guys Linda, just do a podcast Linda, of nothing? You're but- a bitch, Aunt Linda. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys just want
0: to do a podcast of nothing but Adam Sandler impressions?
3: Yeah, yeah, they're all gonna laugh at you.
0: <laughs> all right. So anyway, Stop looking at me, <laughs> So pity me. It was a really lovely song. It's I, I still am kind of like craving that like slower. Tempo, but uh, that was a that was a very nice song, and yeah, like totally, I could see Train singing that with any marketing power behind that album. Yeah, I feel like that song would have been a hit, and they probably would have sold in two thousand four. They probably still would have sold like a million copies yeah. or something like that. That, that's, that album I mean, would have gone platinum.
2: That's really at the time where we started to get away from albums and started getting away from the radio play. Yeah. So it's like yeah. this really weird time, and they didn't have like a big label behind them paying yeah. the radio station anymore. Right. So it just wasn't possible at least not in the bigger markets right that's a
1: bummer because that song a thousand percent
2: feels like it
1: was meant to be a very big hit yeah. in 2004. Like that would have been a very widely radio played song. Yeah. yeah.
2: And it's just not like not a lot of publicity for it. They did. I remember going to like Jay Leno and things like that where they were re- promoting the album and stuff. But they did a whole underneath acoustic tour where they were at like these really small venues and they did an underneath tour. I mean, I saw them at places like The Roxy and I don't uh, know if you've ever been to Spaceland. <laughs> it's no, like no, the I've, size of a person's living room. Yeah. It's it's where like if you have a friend who's in a band, they play there. You know, not like a handsome. I get oh.
0: emails from them. I still have really? no idea what why for but space it's always like land? Spa- yeah it's like spa- I maybe for we,
2: emails every once in a while maybe we
0: went to a different venue that was associated with spaceland but yeah i get emails all the time like spaceland presents so yeah this came out at a time an unfortunate time yeah. in the music business a time of a lot of change and mm-hmm. Uh, A time that, you know, it's never recovered, honestly. And as you said, it was kind of downhill from there musically for Hanson. You could say that they were just bleeding, bleeding album sales at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they were cut by a rock and roll razor blade.
2: They might have been cut
0: by that. Another fan club exclusive. Yeah. So is this one going to be of the Devil's Nachos ilk? Like, is it going to be a little rougher? Yeah,
2: it's I mean, I guess it's rougher in the Hanson universe. Okay. <laughs> but just as rock in general, I don't think so. But it's very catchy. It's definitely a great one to hear live. All right. All well, right.
0: Let's check it out. Rock and roll razor blade. Oh. That was fun. I like that one.
1: I uh, am partial to a key change. And Sandy pointed out a pretty fun one at the end where the voices go quite high, which I love. It's like Beyonce level keychain. Oh, is that
2: what it's called? If you're talking about it, just going high. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If you're sort of, uh, if you're changing the, you know, the key of the song to go higher or lower. Yeah. It is if a, you're
0: repeating a, a phrase, usually one
2: of them though is what. Right? Yeah. Like. Like it was all three of them singing it. They it was Watch Me Bleed, and then it was all of them at the same time, and then. he then they jump up a key. Yeah, yeah he yeah, ju- yeah. he jumps
1: up a key uh, okay. to sing that same lyric but a uh, key higher. You know what the best the, the I feel like the best uh, example
0: ever is Beyonce's Love on top. Love on top. On top. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> I finally to get my love on top. Yeah,
1: the. Basically
0: one that. I want. It, what do we count? We counted it one time. It's like eight key changes because like change. <laughs> she has an amazing range.
1: And it just goes higher and higher. It does not stop. That
0: is basically key change the song so yeah. it must be your favorite song
1: i, lo- I feel like because i love key-, key changes so much i mean i love beyonce anyway but also um crazy and love has an amazing oh, yeah. key one. change but love on top is the best key change song ever is yeah.
2: she the one from destiny's child <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's a is voice she, actor from the she, new oh. disney's lion she, King. yeah is she oh, from uh yeah, 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 yeah. austin powers
0: and gold member yeah that she's that
1: oh, yeah right. She had a small part in this movie, Dreamgirls. <laughs> she didn't uh, win an Oscar, though.
0: <laughs> nor did Eddie Murphy, and he's not pleased about he's that. He's still mm. upset. Yeah. Uh, so this is obviously a more like narrative uh, about a rocker ball. <laughs> who is, is, who is, is it? Is Taylor the rocker ball? What I is a rocker ball?
2: I feel like we just keep coming right back to you searching wanting for meaning, more yeah. meaning.
1: But
0: no, this. but I mean, he keeps using the word "rocker ball" as if that's yeah. a thing, and I'm just curious—maybe it what it's a rocker ball.
1: I what mean, was a nimba?
0: I sure. guess that's true.
2: Maybe a rocker ball Penny. is, like, the longest moment in time. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> there are hours, and there yeah. are rock- days, yeah. weeks, months, years, and then there are rocker balls. Okay, yeah, rocker great. Balls.
0: Great. There are decades, eons, <laughs> millennia, rocker balls. Right. Uh, Maybe
2: it's just, like, his testicles. Maybe it's, like, it just it I have weird. balls it's to get out It's, like, uh, I, can't,
0: I can't think of a good word for, like, what I am Or what I represent And somebody's like Rocker Ball. It's like they said it by accident And he was like That's it
1: <laughs> This song does again Feel like it is uh, Directed at the music industry Oh yeah Obviously This is a little more This is a little less Like nothingness And a little more Like be, it's, it feels like It's a song about Being on the road And doing the grind Over and over Yeah
0: Watch me bleed Rock and roll razor blade Is yeah, the first lyric Yeah watch it's me like... bleed
1: I'm getting on the bus I'm going to LA again I'm basically just Making money for you
0: people Yeah You suits Yeah yeah, up for in the your man. towers, <laughs> man, with your record labels,
1: or it's just about rockerball. ball. Uh, Maybe it's like of a time. dance,
2: like a middle school dance, right? Sure. A rocker ball. Oh yeah, oh yeah yeah that's sure
0: but it's a character in the song did you guys not listen to the song
1: no it's, I heard it yeah. it's a character in the song <laughs> it's saying
0: rockerball does things uh, a dance uh, a middle school dance doesn't really do anything except for exist I
2: trust a Andy. dance can't
0: get on to a bus <laughs> and go to la for instance
2: maybe your maybe it's yours did. <laughs> well yeah <laughs> Stop looking and we dance. (laughs) My
0: my high school dance, uh, we all got in a uh, minivan and went to go see Ace Ventura Pet Detective for the first time. And uh, much like a lot of movies now that I'm realizing, I went to go see in the past. I knew nothing about it. Had not seen a trailer for it, <laughs> and that was the hardest I ever laughed in the theater. You
2: didn't see the trailer of him with the plunger on his face. None of it.
0: That's the way to go into it. Like uh, Ace Ventura, The Matrix.
2: Einhorn
0: is a man. Um, <laughs> Finkel <laughs> is Einhorn. Um, <laughs> yeah, like is
2: Finkel. The
1: laces are in. They're little Finkles.
0: Do we want to switch into Damn, Marie, Jim Carrey or impressions? I no.
1: Lot
2: <laughs> of help.
1: I'd like to bring it back to Adam Sandler. I'd like to
0: ask you a question. <laughs> okay, guys. Hello, um, Captain Stewing. As we move forward <laughs> down the list, I just got one oh, question you for you mostly. both. Uh, okay. I've got yeah. one question for you both.
2: Is it where's the love? <laughs> how,
0: how did you possibly know? It's making
2: the world go round. I don't know where it is.
0: Well, that's from the middle of nowhere. Oh, that's uh, from the album
2: with Mbop, yes? Yes,
0: that's the album we got Mbop from. Thank God. Uh, so the, a minute Mbop. moment of time. Where's the love from middle of nowhere. Let's do it. Another fun one. Yeah. I've actually heard that song before. I knew yeah, that one. Yeah, that
2: was one of their main singles after Mbop yeah. on that first album.
1: I was going to say that feels like in the same family as
2: Mbop. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like Hanson.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could say that, but no, those like are very close siblings, like almost like fraternal twins, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, or just twins. Or just twins. Or they're twins. at least siblings.
0: Yeah, at least. Yeah. Um, not like half siblings or any of that bullshit. Yeah. Um, but no, it definitely sounds a lot like uh, it's in of the ilk of Mbop. It's a fun yeah, fun, yeah, fun that's yeah, a bop.
2: Definitely. And it had a really uh, like I think hit music video as well. Similar to Um Bob, like they're just dicking around. <laughs> I yeah, remember that right. video. I think that video and then there's that song
1: like, uh will Come for you, yeah. oh, I will. I will come come for you. <laughs> Is it to you? I will come to it's you. It's not
2: the Tyrannosaurus Rex in the Jurassic World. I will, I will come to you. Oh, I remember it's that. I'll come to the
0: Indominus you. Rex. What are you talking yeah, it's about? Indominus Rex.
2: Yeah, I don't know. She doesn't know. <laughs> so you can't. Just anyway, ask her. Chris Pratt was in that. Oh, he yeah. was in that.
0: So you've seen it.
2: <laughs> I don't know what dinosaurs were there, but. That Speaking
1: I of. remember those three music videos. Um, I remember the yeah. "Where's the Love" music video, and then I remember I remember the "I Will
2: Come to You" music video, and then I think that's all I got for handsome. Yeah, videos. they had like those were three big hits. Yeah, the record that they play just nonstop on the radio. It, it's kind of like they took turns right after "Um, and they just started playing "Where's the Love" constantly, just to, like to keep the album relevant, yeah, I the guess. momentum. I will, not that this is, where's the love that we just listened to, but I will come, John,
1: you kept saying you were craving like a slow song. I will come to you as a slow song. Yeah, definitely. It's a slow jam.
3: Oh, okay, so good. We're,
2: it's know. kind of like a 90s slow jam. Yeah, <laughs> but, it's like a Spice it, Girl slow yeah. song. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I mean, to become one, exactly. The Spice Girl slow jam is one of my favorite of all of those yeah. songs. <laughs> I need some love like, like I never, never needed love before. Gonna make, make love to ya, you, baby. Was that the song where like, all of them got a solo except for Posh.
1: That's every Spice Girl song. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> she was
0: basically like, wasn't Kevin the guy in the Backstreet Boys that never got to sing? Yeah, but he was also the most handsome one in my opinion. Yeah, Kevin? Yeah. Wait. He was like. Kevin? Yeah, he was well, like Kevin t- was like 44. Yeah, he was way older than all of them, but he was really tall, dark, and handsome, and you he had like that mustache and beard. Well, Maybe sure. Yeah. Uh, he
1: looks like your, your dad's friend from work. <laughs> you know, Juan? in that way. Uh, Kevin? Kevin? I thought that the cute Wait, one the was cute like one, Nick then? Carter, I yes. guess. Oh, well, he's yeah. like the
0: cute one.
1: Yeah, Kevin's right. not the cute one. Ke- Kevin was legit Nick. 57. Is Kevin yeah. the sexy one? No. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the
0: sexy one?
1: <laughs> not Kevin. Don't
0: try telling me, Donnie, Wahlberg, or whoever. That's a
1: different <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wait. You're thinking of New Kids on the Block. I am thinking oh, of New Kids on the Block. Oh, it's because he's old. Oh, Kirk, he Chris thought, Kirkpatrick? Yeah. He,
0: he, no, he was in. That's insane. That's insane. I'm sorry. Oh, What's
1: happening?
2: Write these was, down. Was Sank? JT
0: the Q1 of NSYNC at least?
2: No, he was on Home Improvement. Yeah. No, that's not JTT. JTT. <laughs> I'm
0: talking about my boy Justin Timberlake.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, I NSYNC. guess so. That and maybe J- Jason?
1: Uh, JC J. J. Chazet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JC Let and me see. Hold Lance? on, real
0: quick. Oh. I want to see if I can name all five members of NSYNC. I think oh, I can off the top here. of my head. Well, obviously, we've okay. just mentioned Justin Timberlake, obviously. Sure. Uh-huh. JC Chazay Yeah. Chris Kirkpatrick. Correct. Lance Bass. Correct. And Joey Fatone. Oh,
2: yeah. Damn good. Right. Wasn't he the guy from a big fat Greek wedding?
0: That, he was. That's, <laughs> he where, was? that's, that's, what,
2: that's what he's that's from. I
0: and no, I don't think I can remember the five members. There was Kevin. Yes. Of uh, Backstreet, Backstreet Boys, Boys. Um, Who was the main one uh, There was Hold on Johnny Bobby Jordan
1: Johnny You're, you're thinking Johnny five new kids alive. God damn it <laughs> Man
0: I was Jonathan that that Knight was,
1: Jordan Knight oh, Donnie yeah. Wahlberg You're thinking of That was kids. My,
0: I wasn't even joking That was my legitimate <laughs> Attempt at trying Johnny. to Remember their names
3: Charlie
1: no,
0: five. I used to know their names. Right. I
1: think it was Brian. I feel like backstreet boys, there was a Brian that kind the, of was the lead voice. Oh, yeah. He was the tailor. He looked a little bit like a wolf. Like he wasn't at. He, he yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably wasn't the cute. Nick Carter was the cute
0: yeah, one. Yeah. Nick Carter. Right. And then there was the Is AJ he, guy. He was like the dark one. Like he was the mysterious. He was kind of like skinnier and had like the weird facial uh, hair. It looked like he came from a rave. They it, all came from raves. Wasn't that his name? AJ? Something like that.
2: You're thinking of O Town. Yeah, you're thinking of OJ. Oh, Jesus, I forgot
0: about O Town. <laughs> you're thinking
2: of OJ Simpson.
0: Oh, right. Right, OJ. Yeah, that guy from The Naked Gun, 33 and a third. That's right. <laughs> the that <actor. laughs> The Final Insult. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Well, we're gonna get <laughs> what so are we no, talking about? about where's this? the love? Where is the love? It's, it's Wait, is that even the song that we just listened to? You were right, by I, the yeah, way. The love? AJ
1: McLean. You are <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, Just so we can I'm put this so to good. rest. Yeah, please. Okay, I was right. Brian Latrell. So Brian was sort of and the lead was like singer. The, he was the, the, the Marky Mark looking one. Uh, yes. Yeah, kind of. That's why I think yeah. I thought his
0: name was Donnie because he looks like a Wahlberg.
2: Yeah, but Donnie is Donnie I Wahlberg. Recognize that. <laughs> okay. The real question is: Does Brian have any shares in the Wahlberger family? He, I,
0: he must. Brian
1: Latrell. I don't yeah. know that he does. You can.
0: It's a publicly traded company. I bet. Probably well, maybe. Not. The I. Wahlbergers I had, is probably.
1: Doesn't Tim play the stocks? Does Tim. Does, yeah, does he plays the stocks.
0: Tim plays the stocks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> just, just t- uh, uh, plays this is definitely a podcast um,
0: about Hanson. Yeah, continue. He plays the
2: stocks, he usually chooses black 24. Oh,
1: right, right. Yeah, right I right. bet it all on black. Yeah. Yeah. I, I too play the stocks and the <laughs> slots exclusively Kitty Glitter. Okay, so the Backstreet Boys, five members. Uh, James correct, AJ McLean, yes. Nick Carter, which we know is right. the cute one, not Hobby. to be confused with Donnie Wahlberg. Oh, okay. Brian Luttrell which was sort of the tailor of the group. I think he he did a lot of the lead vocals. Yeah. I would say kevin richardson who was retired by the time he got in the band
0: right the hot one he
1: cashed in his 401k and sold his (laughs) boat his retirement boat (laughs) to Wayne backstreet boys because he was 65 and he
2: had his wife's life insurance policy (laughs) that's why he killed her and then (laughs) took it and
1: uh, we were forgetting Howie Duro. Howie. Howie Ooh, had a Howie. ponytail. I remember yeah. Howie's slicked back little c- curly ponytail.
0: I don't remember Howie at all. Not
1: a lot of these people were cute in um, and, uh Did I say AJ McLean? You so said AJ. AJ, Howie, Nick, Kevin, and Brian. AJ, Howie, Nick, Kevin, and Brian. Yeah, that's five.
0: Wow. Howie, I kind of like can visualize, but I don't remember the ponytail, but I'll take your word on that. I
1: remember the
0: name. Yes, same. Because, unfortunately, yeah, I knew all those bands. And the only person I can remember from O-Town was Nick Lachey in that?
1: No, you're thinking of 98 Degrees. 98 Degrees. Close enough. That's Drew and Nick Lachey. They were brothers. Yeah.
0: And you know the and 98 Degrees in O-Town. Someone, someone
1: else. O-Town had that song. There was like, baby, when the lights go out. It was a song. I just remember the music video was at a bowling alley. Yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah. Because they could get it cheap. Um, and probably. they could get it. I feel like ninety eight degrees in O Town are about on the same level in 90, terms. Of, well, ninety eight degrees is a slight careful. bit above. They were
1: more probably like, Careful, uh, careful now. Uh, careful,
2: girl.
1: Careful. <laughs> <laughs> you watch yourself, girl. Watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's not from anything.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, I was quoting Game of Thrones. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're right. Careful. Uh, he, yeah, correct.
1: Game of Thrones. He tells Arya like, "Careful, girl. Careful, girl." <laughs> So this is great.
0: I love this Hanson talk oh, that we're the having. Song? Yeah. Oh, you know what? We we're, we're, even talked about it uh, while we were, I was saying like, oh, that sounds like mbop. And, and I noticed on your notes, uh, we were going to get a what more notes? seamless transition, <laughs> to, but <laughs> I noticed that there's just beer underlined three times. So tell them about the beer.
2: First of all, it's twice. Oh, sorry. Second of all, all she's two days sober. <laughs> <laughs> Stop saying It's <laughs> two <laughs> lines. Stop bringing it up. The reason beer is underlined twice is because I wanted to make sure that I mentioned to you guys that Hanson uh-huh. brews their own beer. What? Does anybody want to take a stab at what the name of the I, beer I is? Beer.
1: Mm, beer. Oh, no. close,
2: close. But not but... clever enough, girl. Mm, hops. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you <laughs> win. Yes! It, John, baby, <laughs> tell her what she's won.
0: <laughs> You've won a six-pack of Mmm Hops, the, oh, no! the IPA from Tulsa, Oklahoma, I'm of the famed s- band Hanson that you can
2: pick up at the Hop Fest in Tulsa every year. How have you not wow. brought this toy elephant party or had it at one of your own? Well, nobody sells it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was that going to be your guess Did I steal your guess
0: uh, No I actually just read it Like it said Oh, oh and they also had Mmm hops Their beer And I was like <laughs> Mmm hops That's oh. funny
1: How'd they not go with Mmm beer I guess I mean, hop, hop, is bop. bop. <laughs>
0: slightly more What do you mean, <laughs> about,
3: mm, Beer. <laughs> I my wife. Like,
0: there's got a lot of, d- d- there's so many like celebrity <laughs> beers now. Yeah. Like I just, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, famed professional wrestler has uh-huh. one. Uh, that one's kind of a boring name. It's just called like Broken Skull Ale or something like that. But I want to do like a, we should just do like a series of all the different celebrity beers and see what's the best. Sure. I oh. bet uh, Steve Austin was known for drinking beer in the ring. So I bet his is probably pretty good. It's probably, probably
2: just the blood of his opponents. Yeah. It definitely
0: is. Have you ever had him, hops?
2: No, um, I had the opportunity once at a concert. A hopportunity? A (laughs) hopportunity once. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. My wife, wife. Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) All right, this obviously, this train, oh, yes. I
2: had the opportunity once at a concert to have um hops. But I, (laughs) like many of the other women there, were like, I don't really like beer, but I'll try it because it's it's handsome, right? Sure. Um unfortunately i guess they brought this all from tulsa or whatever they had it shipped over because no one sells it they were passing it out at the bar okay uh, or selling it at the bar and people were getting in everything everyone was pissed off because you can't give out glass at a concert uh, so they pour okay. it out into the <gasps> cup and then they throw the bottle into the trash everyone wanted the bottle. Yeah, I was about to say, so you're just <laughs> getting the fucking beer that they, nobody wanted yeah. anyway. So everyone was pissed and then I was in line when this is happening and they're throwing a fit because Hanson fans are nuts. But um, I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to buy it for sure then because I don't want to drink the beer. I just want <laughs> the thing, yeah. And they won't give us the bottle and uh, I remember one girl scored the like six-pack c- container or <laughs> something. It was the just, uh,
0: I just sort of like imagine you like Is that not
2: the right turn. no its
0: <laughs> you at the end of the night
2: like just, in the dumpster.
3: One
1: girl
2: Scored the six pack. What a My lucky lady! lady. <laughs> Stay away from me, six pack. Um,
0: I just picture you like a raccoon in the in the dumpster, right? Like digging through, and they're like, yeah. "Hey, get out of here!" And they like take a broom hey, to bat sure, you away. Get out
2: of here, you!
0: Get, get out of here, you Hanson fan. Yeah. Um. Yeah, great. I'm
2: I'm assuming every venue that's ever hosted Hanson that hates having them there because. The fans are nuts. They would go through the trash like a raccoon to get that shit. They would. They're nuts. Like, I've seen Hanson stop a show (gasps) at the House of Blues and say, hey, stop pushing everybody. Because there's, like, a barricade at the front. All these girls who are in the front getting slammed into it, and they can see it. They've stopped, and they're like, we will leave. The show will be over if you don't all take three steps back and leave room. This is absurd. You don't need to be that close. Stop pushing. And they just waited. Was until this everyone the one in took.
0: Anaheim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which 29. is not a huge venue, so no, there no, really yeah. is no reason.
2: Yeah, and it's all GA, and it's like there's no section, so you're all just thrown into this big room. Oh my god, my um, my worst nightmare. Yeah, I feel like concerts for me are in
1: two categories: they are seated mm-hmm. and standing, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the bands I choose to go see for myself are the seated concerts, yeah. right? It, Tori Amos. You sit the whole time. There's no jumping on your you feet. You might fall asleep. You first of all you won't because you're just so entrenched in this like harrowing tale of her miscarriage. Uh, but oh. you won't but you will you're not like jumping up and down on your feet. Maybe like a couple of songs, but you're just sort of like feeling that you're sitting. John if, likes if to take a, me The
0: Cornflake girl comes on You know sure. at least like Six or ten hippies Or like doing the hippie dance Six like girls will,
1: will dance Well, at least sway For yeah. sure But it is like a seated experience I prefer a se- Damien Rice is a seated yeah, yeah. experience I prefer the seated experience John definitely takes me to standing I <laughs> if, if you told me to categorize Hanson I would have guessed That is a seated experience And that mm. they're the type of band Where you kind of like Sit in a chair And maybe you stand In front of your chair A little bit When like
2: Umbop comes on But I would not guess that it's like
1: mosh pit pushing people
2: they yes. have to stop the concert yeah. definitely not a sit down I'd prefer it whenever I can get seats I do so sure. like if House of Blues um, they have upgrades and stuff you can do to sit in the balcony uh-huh. I'm like however much money you want just take it and I'll pay get more to be out of further away still great yeah. seats too yeah yeah again, that still place is tiny. Close. Yeah. It's and it's like you got to sit through opening bands, and there's, like, a common theme of, like, a uh, phrase that people use is um, hands in time, and it's because they do not start on time. I've been in concerts before where it's, like, an hour past where you think they're going to start, and you're just like, oh, my Who God. Who the hell do
0: they think they are? Axl yeah. Rose?
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. to me about
3: that oh one.
0: You know, she <laughs> They're from that that uh, okay. movie, <laughs> Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Oh,
1: got it, got it, got it. Sandy, you warned me about that when we went to our concert. You, We sat down and he said, oh, by the way, we're going to be sitting here for an hour before they come yeah. out. And I said, if that's the case, why do we show up on time? I could be <laughs> eating magpies. But then they, they showed up and played yeah. right away. They well, played right that's away.
0: that's probably because they had a symphony. Because yeah. symphony uh, are all uh, like yeah. a total union uh-huh. gig. So. And there's
2: like 50 of them. So it's yeah. like, how can you make 50 people wait? It's wait. not like you have a bass player or a guitar player that you're making wait That was a really weird concert that Lindsay went to. It was just very strange. Even the the attendees were weird. It was like all sorts of people, like families, old people. It was very weird. This is a little
0: inside baseball to uh, L.A., so forgive me, listeners, if you're not in the L.A. area. But I feel like the Greek... Has a lot of people who are like a little bit older, much like myself, that don't get out much. That they are like family people, like moms and dads. That this is like their one time a month sure. or yeah. a quarter uh, to get out, and so they just go buck ass nasty wild. And usually they don't give a shit what they're actually there to see. They just get tickets to something. They only pay attention when it's a song that they know. And if it's something they don't know, they're just chatting the rest of the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Such was the case when we went to go see Counting Crows and Toe the Wet Sprocket. I felt so bad for the guy to my left who was super into Toe the Wet Sprocket and the ladies in front of us. We're just like passing around wine and did not shut the fuck up <laughs> no. for the entire hour they were on stage. But I feel like that's the crowd at the Greek for yeah. some reason. We went to go see Cyndi Lauper one time, oh, and yeah.
1: it was a, <laughs> a fight, bro- a fist fight. It, it broke was out. a
0: month before the 2016 presidential election. Oh. It was a very tumultuous time. And people were in real disagreements (laughs) about stuff. But yeah, (laughs) a couple couple guys got into a fist fight right next to us. Yeah, Um, there were people yelling about Trump or Hillary. I threw the first punch. To be fair, (laughs) and one lady who had apparently never been to a concert before, uh, Cindy started to play the song time after time, and she had one of those like lap guitar things, not exactly a slide guitar, but a lazy
2: man's guitar. Yeah, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what the
0: name of the (gasps) instrument is, but. But she started to play it, and after the first couple bars of her singing, the lady figured out, "Oh, she's doing time after time," and the arena's silent because we all are respectful. Of and, and the girl in the front row center says, "Wait, wait, stop, stop, stop!" So she could pull her phone out, <laughs> and she like went on start for like over. a good fifteen uh... seconds trying to get Cindy to start over so she could film the whole song. And it's just like, that's the crowd that comes to the Greek for some reason. I thought it was going to be the classier crowd, but yeah. tends to be, at least in our experience. It's- I've
1: had very good Greek experiences too. I think it's the it's always going to be the artist, right? And it's going to be the, this is uh, shameful to say, but the cost of ticket. Yeah. So I, John and I were never able to afford a sit, seat in the pit before. We're all, we're like nosebleed people, I've always been nosebleed people. And then Cindy Lauper, as you now know, was my first. Album, I love Cyndi Lauper. <laughs> she was coming to the Greek. i Had never been able to see her before, and I saw that like third row center pit tickets were like sixty five dollars, oh, wow. which I've paid sixty dollars to sit in the very back yeah, of the Hollywood yeah. Bowl, right? So we're like, holy shit, let's get these immediately for one hundred and twenty bucks. That gets us pit seats. This is gonna be amazing like our first time in the pit and then i looked around me and we're like oh this means a lot of these like a lot of people are getting this pit we got some (laughs) riffraff we got some like some people who've never left their homes before getting that pit life you know and fights are breaking out
0: yeah it was great man that show was just like a runaway train (laughs) which By Soul for, Asylum, for that's, a no, no, oh God, that's a great song. that's a great song.
2: Not to be confused hey, with Crazy Train or Crazy Ooh, Train, another great, an song. even better
0: song by uh, Aussie. Crazy
2: train. Oh, yep. <laughs> Thanks.
0: <laughs> 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 yep, that sounded like a Tommy Wiseau laugh. Yeah, that's
1: Tommy Wiseau. Oh, hi,
3: mom.
0: What I'm trying to get around to though is the song "Runaway Run." Oh. By Hanson, if you can believe that, we're going to talk about Hanson here. Oh, I forgot uh, that we were talking from Hanson. this time around. When that one started, I actually thought it was going to not be in the usual two-four musical time. I thought it was going to be a one-three musical time, but they pulled a fast one on me. Oh yeah, uh, and got it right back into that normal pocket. Yeah, but that was a good song. I liked it.
1: That again felt like was that a single? I don't think so. That one felt like a single to me. I don't
2: think it was. I feel like their albums during, like, from the first one, uh, this was off the second one, I feel like they were all supposed to be singles. That's how they were all written and produced.
0: (laughs) Well, that's what I was going to say, is that every single song we've heard, with the exception of The Devil's Nachos, uh, has been, like, so familiar. It's like a warm blanket, like every song even though i haven't heard a lot of these it feels like i have heard these songs a million times before mm-hmm. which is you could argue the genius of hansen sure. uh that again they're just like perfectly constructed little pop songs and this is no different this one felt definitely like another uh late 90s early 2000s pop exactly jam, what it, yeah
2: yeah i think this is like oh one or something
0: oh okay so yeah. it is what i'm saying it is exactly uh, so no new insight there you're <laughs> it's welcome. not
2: sure nachos God damn it! <laughs>
0: you know I am missing like some sort of reference to another fast food chain or something. Like if he could have sung about like Wendy's or In and Out Burger, I would have been really pleased about that. Or like Waffle House.
1: I'm oh, happy with. Maybe oh that. my god, I would kill for Waffle House right now. Do you now. guys want to go right now? Well, yeah. I'm, where's the closest Waffle House? I'm sure um, Alexa would. Let I think us know. like
0: the uh, the Arizona. I want to say is the closest. How far?
1: One. Like, is there one driving to distance? I
0: mean, technically, yeah. <laughs>
1: I would tonight drive up to three hours to go to Waffle I don't think there's one within three hours. Well, though, then so I'm unfortunately.
0: out.
2: We'd still be in LA. Yeah. That's Zing! true. Four <laughs> miles away. That's Zing! true. Man, this is the
0: most Inside Baseball LA episode we've had yet.
2: Oh. <laughs> well, to spice it up a little bit more, have like you guys ever Nachos? been to the Arclight Theater in Hollywood? I, because I have. I went there for the documentary screening of Strong Enough to Break.
3: Wow! Oh. Yeah. Hanson
2: was there. They did a Q and A, and they got real mad that people just kept asking them questions because they were supposed to be doing the Q and A for the right or the director, uh-huh. the guy who shot the whole thing, and who is their friend, which is really weird. Um, I'm assuming they grew up with him because he also. Uh, was like a cameraman or whatever on some of their home movies that they released oh. for money oh. back in the nineties. Oh wow! Yeah, I forget. Uh, one of them was called Tulsa Tokyo in the middle of nowhere. Is that a sex tape? Yeah, it's all three <laughs> of them, just the three of them yeah. in like the hotel rooms all across the world, just banging each other, just, just yeah. banging. Yeah, brotherly love. Oh my god, so Joey Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, they had all these weird home videos. You should, you should Google them. I don't Listeners. know about like
0: weird home videos No, it's
2: like them going to teenagers. the Redwoods. I'm going to That's Google weird.
1: weird Hanson home <laughs> videos. Yeah, yeah. And see what pops up. Don't. Do, do
0: yourself a favor and do not do I'm that. I'm doing it on your computer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You'll, it'll just like auto-populate on his computer already because it's been typed <gasps> like, in. Like, virus,
1: virus, wee, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sandy's trying to get you put on some list with her. My like, wife. We're going to get you put on ass list.
2: Speaking of which, I was just on the Megan's Law website today ensuring that no one in my new neighborhood where i bought a house is, uh, oh hold on sandy bought a as house. sex offender you'll be happy to know there are none no none sex offenders? yet oh
0: man i need to look up none. are there any sex offenders in our neighborhood For,
2: in our in apartment complex i'm sure uh, in possibly. this unit.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't what know. do
2: we go on, Sandy, to find sex offenders uh I think you could just Google Megan's Law and then it will show you. I think it's like California.gov or whatever. Okay. That's Law. right,
0: folks. If you want to make sure of the safety of your neighborhood, yep. check out Megan's Law.com I mean, this is Megan's and put Law. in <laughs> HWIG podcast to get 15% off your next <laughs> check on Megan's Law.com. It's free. Okay. So well, they're going to still you 15%. Technically, get 15% off of zero, of zero is so still zero. zero. <laughs> so well. the coupon code is real. Uh, they are an actual <laughs> sponsor. Uh the real we should get Waffle House to sponsor us too
2: is is really Look up the Hanson videos. If They've got Hanson does stupid stuff. They've got them running around the redwoods, just traveling all okay. over. You're really
0: obsessed with these redwood videos. Like, what goes down? Is what it, happened? In is the the Red, it like they lit spooky, them on fire. Is it like the witch? The witch, yeah. Like, yeah. The, <laughs> the, the witch. The the three Hanson brothers just naked, like wangs floating in the air. Like, Are they not? the
1: three in one? Are they Hecate?
3: <gasps> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Huh? You know. Lindsay, Lindsay works on a, on a witch oh, show. Did you so. not know
1: I oh,
3: work in a witch show?
0: So. Stop
1: looking Ooh. at me, witch! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus and I float a water.
0: Well, Run uh, Runaway Run was going to be the final song of our long journey talking about Hanson, but there's uh-huh. one more song. It's not called I'll Come On You. It's I'll come to you. I prefer
1: I will come on you. <laughs> oh, I will come on you. Because as
0: I've been saying, I've been craving a slow jam. Yes. And you know what? Sandy, you want to deliver a slow jam by the way of Hanson. So I think we should do this. And let's wrap this up with I'll come to, to you. you. <laughs> I will. I will come. Not I'll. I will come to Just you from right the album. You too middle of nowhere
1: so sandy helped me assert megan's law and the closest sex offender <laughs> to <laughs> us uh to us uh, registered that yep. is registered. I'm, I'm sure we're surrounded by plenty of oh, sex yeah. offenders but the closest registered sex offenders across the freeway okay so that's, that's the safe pretty distance. good yeah
0: we have to walk a bit. Did you, I may have to
1: walk a bit to, to reach them. Yeah.
0: Did you use your HWIG podcast code to get fifteen percent off of that search?
1: Yeah, they offered me fifteen percent off of zero of That's a excellent. zero charge. Oh, so you got it worked. for free. Yeah, yeah, good work. It's a free search. Thanks for the for the promo. No code. problem.
0: No problem. So I will come to you. Uh, I'm actually really glad we finished with this song because it's uh, one that I've actually heard before. As soon as it started (laughs) playing, I was like, oh yeah, this song, I really like this song. Different
1: vibe, different tempo. Different
0: vibe, finally, different tempo. Those are the only things that I would say I would crave while listening to a lot of Hanson at one time is like, slow it down a little bit, vary it up a little bit. As I was listening to the lyrics upon first blush, it was like, oh, these are talking about a partner, a lover, I mean, obviously, these are, like, teenage kids writing about it, so maybe it's not too deep of a love, but, like, a girlfriend situation. And then, like, by the end of it, I was like, wait a minute. This is a Jesus song. This is the Lord. We finally got to a Jesus song. When you have no light to guide you and, and no one to walk beside you, I will come to you. Oh, I will come to you. When the night is dark and stormy. You won't have to reach out for me. I will come to you. That's JC, baby.
1: Don't you feel like a lot of, well, a lot of music now too, but I feel like in particular a lot of um, music that was in that sort of early 2000s, late 90s, a lot of bands, a lot of music was secretly Christian. Like, remember that band Creed? Like, well, they were not so secretly cool. They were at first when they, I don't think they like burst onto the scene as a Christian rock band. Like none of us listened to With Arms Wide Open and thought at first that that was Oh, a maybe Jesus not song. at
0: first, but I remember being introduced to them. This is my personal experience, so I could be wrong. But I remember somebody saying like, oh yeah, they're like a Christian rock band, but they're actually pretty good. <laughs> That's how I got introduced. Well, I
1: didn't so. know. I just went, There were a lot of bands that I heard on the radio that then later I was like, oh, yeah. If I really go back and sort of pick apart those lyrics, these are Jesus yeah. songs. I think,
0: um, I think Creed hit us a little bit earlier than the mainstream, though, because they are from Tallahassee. Mm. So I think oh. some people had heard of Creed and they were just kind of a rockin' band that people liked. And they're like, oh, they got some Jesus stuff in there, too. And we maybe heard about it in Valdosta a little bit Prior to them exploding and being huge, and then they fucking just vanished. Nickelback came in and like subsumed their fan base or something. But uh, do you
1: think they they vanished for three days and then they returned? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I like this
0: "I'll Come to You" song, uh, despite the despite the religious overtones of it. Despite. I think. It's, um, I think yeah. What's I think it's the problem? Good. I don't know. It's just not how I feel about things, but, but I think that that's how those children felt when they wrote this song. But
1: isn't that what I mean? Look, now that we're getting deep, isn't that what music and art is all about? It's you true. interpret it's... it for yourself. You are saying that this interpretation or the, what they wrote was intended to be religious, and it may have been, but also it
2: may have been something different. You can interpret it a yeah. in different way. Yeah, could, like I think I said, what John is saying is they were trying to brainwash us. Yeah, that's religion. right. They're yeah. trying to change us. Like they that. Definitely definitely Um, oh you go oh i was just gonna say something real oh wow wait john John. so hansen obviously very religious have a bunch of kids you know church homeschool things like that right um i think they got their start singing in church um as a lot of yeah uh singers do also very charitable one of the things that they did a long time ago is they went to Africa and they were just like uh, doing a lot of charity work over there with kids and stuff. And one of the people they met over there was Blake Wykowski or whatever his name is. He's the founder of Tom's Shoes. Oh, and I heard about Tom's pair. Shoes from Hanson many, many, many years ago because they did like a Hanson um, Hansen. Tom's Shoes. Wow. Like, it was for their album The Walk, and it was like a walk symbol of, um, you know, on the streets, and that was on the shoes, and then it said Hanson, and, and, they sold them. I bought them. I wore them. And as of you know, Tom you shoes last about three and a half days exactly. if you actually oh. wear them outside of a photo shoot. So
0: Unless you're Lindsay when <laughs> she'll hang on to a pair of Toms for like 16 years.
2: years. Until uh, they have to leave. You have to get like a hazmat suit and come in and grab <laughs> them and put them in a bag. If you wear little ballet
1: socks with them, they last.
2: Yeah, they last a little longer. I feel like if they touch water or dirt or something, they sure. can... Real messed up They're but, not Very well made <laughs> But I I Like you
1: Sandy I was like a Vans queen mm-hmm. Like I exclusively Dealt in Converse And Vans As my footwear But I liked The message of Tom's And yeah. I liked That it was Buy a pair Give a pair uh, And so I got Converted to mm-hmm. Tom's As my slip on Shoe of I'm wearing Tom's Right now They're covered oh. In pineapples Oh yes.
2: Mashes John's Pineapple shirt yeah. yeah I look
1: By the way I look like a Crazy person today And we have Completely <laughs> left out The fact that We have lunch together and ran into someone i knew from high school (laughs) and i was like barely showered i makeup free which i normally am anyway but what but you like want to look your best when you see someone i'm wearing a counting crows t-shirt which i haven't worn in like eight years Uh, i've got on pineapple tops. i look like a like um like a single mom who just dropped her kid off at uh at school like 7 a.m who just couldn't get it together
2: or you just look like a tv writer Right? Yeah, Yeah, there you go. A successful TV writer. That guy can suck it. God. Yeah. He was Um, (laughs) fun. I was just going to say one last thing
0: about Hanson's philanthropy work. Mm -hmm. I guess they do a lot of stuff for AIDS research, also. I noticed they have had lots of charitable concerts and events that they've Mm -hmm. held for AIDS research. Do they have like a foundation for it, too, or? Or do they just donate their time and talents to different causes? You know, I'm causes? not
2: sure. I know a lot of bands have their own foundation. I don't think they do because I feel like that would be all over the place. Like if I go to a Brandi Carlisle concert, there's foundation stuff everywhere. You know? Mm. Yeah, so um, they must not. If, if they, you don't... I think they just work with different right. places. Because they did this thing when they had the Walk album come out where every city they went to, they took all of the people going to the concert or anyone who wanted to join on a walk through the city. It was a one-mile walk without any shoes basically say hey you know these kids in africa they don't have shoes it was also like you know <laughs> buy toms yeah. one for one kind of thing and just to give you kind of like an idea of how other people in the world live and it was a one mile walk at every city they went to it's like i want to say they have like hundreds of miles wow walk. that's um, crazy i actually participated in one in chicago I was there for work, and coincidentally, they were performing. And so I (laughs) went to the show at the House of Blues in Chicago and did the walk and everything. Um, I was mortified when I got to the city, so I didn't take my shoes off. <laughs> uh, that was my first time there. But yeah, they were just walking with people and talking, and um, it was before like cell phones really, and you know, people were taking just regular video and photos and stuff, but really cool. Walked around the city for a while with Hanson. That sounds
0: Hansen. nice That's to like do that sort of thing before cell phones were the thing, because you know, if, yeah. pe- if people did have cell phones, they would just be out filming it the entire time. Yeah. It's nice that they actually got to like experience that, and there are people just got to filming be Hansen. in the moment. Yeah. of it though uh, and you saying all that stuff that's like extra Jesus-y that's like doubly jesus <laughs> yeah pro. we're
1: literally gonna walk a mile yeah in, <laughs> in, other, in other people's shoes so
0: but I think the, the philanthropy work is great and just to,
2: times we're made for walking <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> and to wrap up I mean I think that Hanson uh, has demonstrated a real knack for the kind of music like I said that you feel like you've heard a million times even if it's <laughs> Uh, the first time you're listening to it. And I think that's like a particular gift. I really do. I'm not saying that as like a knock on them. You you laugh. But it's true. Like, it's just familiar. It's comfortable. It's that's uh, Jesus, like I said, baby. That's, that's, Jesus, that's, that's Jesus, baby. The,
1: that's the great <laughs> Lord, baby. That's the Holy Trinity, baby. <laughs> uh, just like Hanson, who are three uh, uh, brothers. Oh, the father, yeah. son, and I mean, the Holy Spirit. I mean, they do Spirit.
2: have a younger brother. He is a musician. But we don't talk about him. No. Fuck that kid. Lindsay and I actually sat in front of him at the concert. Yeah.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. So weren't you guys in like the thirtieth row or something no. like that? Oh, so
1: sh- that's not the
2: way Sandy rolls. 30th baby. Row. Unbelievable. We were on the stage. Yeah. Oh great. We we were sitting on the stage with the orchestra. I cool. was actually playing violin. Yeah, I was going yeah. to say, did they
0: throw, like, a cello in your hand? Yeah. Like, you guys both played the cello, like, in the perfection?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, like, a, bo- a moment of body horror with yeah, Sandy and I yeah. were sewn together to yeah. uh, play the cello. <laughs> uh, well, I will say, for Hanson, and having experienced the one concert, and and what you said about, you know, people getting in fights, I think that part of that is because they do draw a young a young crowd. Yeah. And I, they do They're have... Just- Bitches am I right But they have like A youthful exuberance And At least in my Understanding of it I I don't want everything I say to sound like A knock It doesn't sound like They've evolved A crazy amount From the first Album they put out There's sort of Like there's a world Where like all the songs That we play today Could be If not on the same album They'd be on Albums within Five years of each other Rather than albums Within 15 years Of each other Which they are Or you know Well I Mm -hmm. guess they're not I don't know What year was that album Come out 2004 Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Well, there
0: was one that was from 2010.
1: Yeah, I feel like we listened to songs from 95 to 2015, and they all sounded sort of around the same era. But I think what that means for them is that uh, a young crowd is always going to be attracted to their sound, and they're always going to get new fans and introduce them to Hanson, and then still keep their you know older fans. Yeah.
2: Which is is yeah. Because there are some young people there sometimes, and you're like, that's weird. You're 12.
1: (laughs) But it's like, (laughs) oh, Hanson. You're listening to the music, the same kind of music I listened to when I was 12, which hooked me, which sort of got me in. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah, they're, they're, you know, kind of crazy and I feel like they have really hardcore fans and maybe it's because they have such like a great, or had before great presence online and before Mm -hmm. there are things online with their fans and a lot of engagement. They've been doing this Hanson Day thing for many, many years. Yeah. Um, And I feel like the people are just like in it. Like... I try my best to get a seat at a show so I don't have to wait in line, you know. But these people (laughs) will wait in line all day. I've seen it. I've been in it, you know, like 10 years ago. It's like they get there at 8 a.m. and just sit down. And they just wait there all day. That's crazy. Hundreds of people. Well you said I feel like Sandy Hit the nail on the head
1: Because she said uh, When I wasn't thinking About this She said I I think they're like Businessmen first Yeah Yeah. Uh, Because it is really hard Nowadays To stay relevant In music And the fact that They still have Such a huge fan base It's all because Of their business model And their plan And
2: And they may not have Like millions of fans But the fans they have Are like all in Like I'm going to spend A thousand dollars On those album packages I'm going to do these things Like they have a thing That they do every year now They've done it for maybe Five Five, six years um it's called back to the island which is a song off their very first child album Ooh. um it it's been hosted in jamaica like Whoa. it's a fan fest that people go to it's thousands of dollars obviously are you going no <laughs> they've been doing <laughs> it for uh for many years but they do like tie-dyeing shirts with zach and cooking class with isaac and it's all this shit that they rent out the whole uh resort that's rent freezing. and wow. it's just People from all over the world go to that, right? So they're making a ton of money, obviously, and they have all this merch. They regularly sell, like, kids' clothes and all sorts of stuff at the shows, art, obviously. They make a lot of money, and their fans, it's like those are hardcore fans that are willing to spend that money.
0: Yeah. I mean, I get it. They're businessmen, like you yeah. said. They're smart at keeping their fans. They're very attractive young men. Oh. And, and yes, like, oh. none of them have uh, even had 40 noticed. yet. Oh, really? None. Of, they're all young men still uh the oldest one is 39 so they have i feel many many years ahead of them a lot more music to put out i know you said it's been on a bit of a downward decline (laughs) but hopefully you know they'll pick it back up maybe they will eventually adapt or evolve their sound a little bit get it more into modern times we shall see what happens but they're good guys uh and at the end of the day they're great musicians with great voices you cannot knock those harmonies they are beautiful (laughs) they're cute dudes with good voices and you can't go wrong with that but what did you folks think is hansen hot like the devil's nachos (laughs) or should they be gone in an mbop Let us know. Uh, You can let us know by logging on to Facebook and going to facebook.com backslash HWIG podcast. Or you can also catch us on Twitter and Instagram, HWIG podcast. That's short for Here's Why It's Great podcast. So come find us on there. Well, I'm going to post the pictures of Sandy with uh, Isaac and Zach. It's it's, uh, crazy to see. Plus, we've got all sorts of fun stuff from all of our old episodes, so make sure to come and check us out over there. Uh, Sandy, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks
3: for having
1: me. This will definitely
0: be, hopefully, the first time of many. <laughs> Do you have anything that you want to plug or um, anywhere we can find you?
2: Uh, well, Sandy, are you sure you don't want to plug Megan's Law? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd like to plug Megan's Law. You can just Google it. It's on the California.gov website. Okay. To and you have any sex offenders in your neighborhood. You want to probably their... plug
0: the uh, Torrance PD.
2: Yeah, I'd like to plug the Torrance <laughs> right. Police Apartment. they are always available 24 7 they will arrive in approximately 35 seconds yep guns drawn if, ready if to go. you call them they will they Trust were featured fo- in the motion picture straight out of compton great okay. yeah. great uh
0: yeah we know all about this uh you do very sp- and, you do very specifically
2: torrance california you probably want to plug this well. oh yeah Sorry. torrance california it yep. was- one of the greatest cities uh uh-huh. actually it's it's called a balanced city. Oh, industrial, Great. commercial, residential. Okay. So yep. it's like
0: Sim City. Like if you get it just right,
2: John, bring it's nothing like SimCity. Uh,
0: yeah, Disagree. What talking
2: about we're talking about Torrance, baby, baby, every chain we- <laughs> restaurant you can find in the world. Oh, we should baby. go right now,
0: except for a Waffle House. Uh, the
2: most parks I think in the county, baby, great, pretty great.
0: And
1: um, well, I'd like to plug Burbank, California, mm, uh, yeah. a place where I can equally in ten minutes get to um Hollywood. Uh, And also an Outback Steakhouse. So we've got Mm. chain restaurants. We've got three AMC movie theaters. We have the Bloomin' Onion. We have
0: three AMC theaters within like... A quarter of a mile at each other.
1: Yeah. And if you if you don't have the AMC movie pass, you should mean oh. an AMC a lister baby. What's that? Me. Well, <laughs> John's going to I'm going to explode. We're not going to take time <laughs> okay. on my podcast. Right. We're not going to
0: take time on my podcast. However, if you do want to go to the a AMC A-list, a, plug.
1: a plug's a plug. Uh, <laughs> um,
0: put in HWIG podcast, get 0% off.
1: Well, my real plug, obviously, is uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix. Parts mm. one and parts two are out. Uh, part three, I don't think I can say, uh, yet when part three is out, but, uh, but likely, uh, sometime next year. Oh man. Oh. I
0: absolutely cannot wait. I've done everything in my power to not find out a single detail about what's going on for these next couple parts. i kept just it quiet. By osmosis, I sort of, you know, picked up a few things from part two, still enjoyed the hell out of that, uh, out of yeah. that season. Let's
1: say you enjoyed the heaven out of it.
0: I enjoyed the heaven oh. out of it, exactly. <laughs> uh, but so I'm really excited for part three to come out whenever it comes out me too so keep it here though I will definitely be sure to announce that as soon as I find out and uh, thank you guys for listening and uh, go out there and listen to some Hanson yeah, and maybe Bob. go go to uh, a house of blues near you and find them playing <laughs> on any random day mm-hmm. but yeah they're th- the house band I think. they are like the house, house band house of
2: blues in uh, yeah. Missouri yeah they're just the one uh, They're mm,
0: the only one I could eat yeah mm-hmm. I could eat too we're starving we're gonna go but until next time I'm John Bring
2: I'm Lindsay Calhoun Bring. I'm Sandy Murray Bring.
0: (laughs) And we are are Bring Bring Party Party of Three. (laughs) And here's why it's great. Really good Get podcasting it.
2: guys. <laughs> it must have been that bean I had. Leave it all in. Babe. <laughs> leave it
3: all in. I'm going to
0: leave all of that in.